This episode sponsored by Microdose.com. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to Microdose.com. Use the code OPI to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. OPI is here and his show starts now. Just kind of fades out, right, Jim Florentine? I like it. You like AWOL Nation? It's the first time I heard it, but I like it. Wait, you've never heard AWOL Nation? No. You've never heard that song? Me either. No. Uh, really? Vic Kelly? I'll give you, I'm, I, I, I concur. That song was huge a couple years back. Three Strikes. Yeah, didn't know it, but I'm with him. That was pretty cool. Wait a minute. I, I believe you never heard it. Yeah. Stunt Brain. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you never heard it, Florentine. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. You're up on your music, and Vic Henley is is way up on, uh, in his music. Yeah, but I'm always behind on current stuff. I'll go backwards before I go forwards. That's my flaw. I uh, listen to like Octane, Ozzy's Boneyard, right, and Liquid Metal are the, the music stations I listen to. So they w- that wouldn't get played on there. Well, Paul is abusing me. He's like, "Don't play that song. That one's overplayed." Ha <laughs> ha, Paul. Three three out of the four didn't even know the song. When I worked here many years ago, they all hated me for various reasons, but one of them was because <laughs> <laughs> I would. Can we but start I, listing the reasons? So I, reasons? Well, well, the one was this. One was this. I would find out who was programming something, and I wouldn't agree with it. And then I would just George W. Bush them, and they, I'd show up in their office. So they don't even know who I am or right. why I'm here. I'm just a random person. That, and they come in. I'm like, your channel's shit. Uh, wow, really? Well, I, I wouldn't be that aggressive. Good but for I, you, though. But I wouldn't be. But I would I would have the rotation down in my head, and I yeah. could go, you played this seven times in six hours, and this, that, and the other. And they right. would, oh, every single time. Most of the music heads, two out of ten would giggle and laugh and still go, who the fuck are you yeah. and why are you in my office? And I'm like, I'm someone that listens and, and what cares. Would the, what would the eight say? Yo, get the the eight. Who the fuck security? Who the fuck are you to tell me? No, what, no wonder you still don't have a pass to get in the building. I'll yeah. never, I'll yeah, they, never have a pass. Yeah, they never forgot. That's why you had a tough time getting in today, Vic Henley. Vic Henley's creeping me out because he's got like shampoo or something in his hair. I'm not I used to shower. this. I took a shower. And, and you seem a little too uh, chipper. I got up at 1030. I've had a regular day so and, far. And where's so. your smelly Auburn hat today? So, you know, hanging on the rack. Where, you Drying? Know, I'm doing, yes, exactly. It was, a, it, was a, it was a harsh weekend with the Ole Miss game he's got last a, Saturday. He's got a look on like he just got laid like an hour ago. Some chick <laughs> came over in the afternoon and they fucked. And he's like playing with house money the rest of the day. That's the look he has. Yeah. He knows me. I, <laughs> he does know me. He's got a nice fresh deodorant on. He's, yeah. he's ready to go. Old Spice. You know. That that well, you know. I don't like seeing you without your hat. I didn't hey. recognize him at first. It, I'm like, because look how, look how fluffy his hair is. This, you actually got nice hair, Vic Henley. That's yeah. okay. You well, know, not, it's all right. I, but I don't see your hair. No, I know. Okay, so I came in here with all? a collared shirt on like nine months ago. Yeah, and that, you lost uh, your mind for a week. <laughs> yes, that one I did. <laughs> what, were you going to court? I was, actually, yes. Character witness, me and Artie. Right. <laughs> we, we rarely wear collared shirts in this studio. I, I got on my Guthrie's t-shirt right now. So. Oh, you were talking about Guthrie's right. and Cleveland. Your brother-in-law went there, I think. On, did he, he really? He, yes. He sent me a, a, a text saying he loved it yeah. and it was delicious. The he last went, time I saw Vic Henley was last Friday, and then he said, I got to go to Cleveland and uh do this and that. And then my brother-in-law writes me and goes, I think Vic Kenley's on my plane. Because my brother, uh, brother-in-law is a big Jets fan, uh, that uh, Florentine, and he went up there to see the Jets-Browns game. Last Sunday. And then I, he goes, I think it's Vic Henley. I'm like, well, go say hi. He won't bite. No, he said, does he have a dirty Auburn hat on? And he went, yes, he does. He yeah. goes, it's totally him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your brother got a good seat at that game. I heard there was like 30,000 oh, there. Christ. 
Yeah. Fucking Jets. I'm going this <laughs> on Sunday in Miami. Are you really? Good Jet Miami game. Yeah, no, Miami. I know it's Jets uh, Dolphins, but I, I've already tapped out on the Jets. I'm following uh, the Bills now. There's a lot more drama to the Bills. I know. I'm following the Bills. Bills want, are my team right now. But you want I, I drama. I'm on the Jets already for this year. And then I always got the Pats in my back pocket. Yeah, you wait for till, later in the year. Yeah. Because you not, know they'll be in it. They'll not be in the it Eagles yet. and the Philly crew? No, no. I mean, they, they got drama. No, they got gun drama. My friend to my yeah. ro- my friend to my right likes to uh, tell me that I got other teams that I don't. I don't follow the Eagles. I didn't say. And you I'm did. not a Dolphins fan. No, either. I know you like okay. the A. Everyone in the AFC, but the Dolphins. Right. Yeah. But my father-in-law and my brother-in-laws love the Dolphins, so that's where you get confused. But they're Philly guys, so that doesn't see. Make sense once you open that. up, but once you open up the can of I've got four, then the comedians have the leeway to oh, go. Actually, understand. you have forty-seven. I understand. You, you got all of them. Let's go arena. Let's I just understand. throw that in. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to win this. I Let's get go. it. Quad City Thunder. I <laughs> I'm going to lose every time. Philadelphia Freedom. <laughs> right. Exactly. I gave up on uh, you know Twitter as far as that goes because uh, to them I I have twelve twelve teaching Certainly. teams. So, and we say hi to Stump Brain as well. What's up, Stump Brain? Hey, just hanging out. Fridays. Yeah, I love to be I, I here. I guess on you've just decided to do Fridays with me, huh? Well, why not Fridays with Opie? It's <laughs> <laughs> way better than Tuesdays with Maury. By it's the way. much better than way, Tuesdays yeah, with Maury. A thousand times. <laughs> Stump Brain comes to town, and before he takes a train back to Delaware, he stops in on Fridays yeah. now. Why not? Oh, I'll tell you one person that's not stopping by today. That's Jerry Cooney. No way. Let, let, let's keep him the fuck out of here. I, you're not going to be able to stop him. Tomorrow's the anniversary of uh, Foreman becoming the oldest heavyweight ever. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so he's going to want to come in and tell you're, us about that. Yeah, and I'll bet you he knows who Foreman knocked out because Florentine would be the only one who might remember. It was Vegas. Ooh. And uh, Foreman was, no, no. Tyson was Witherspoon, yeah. I think. When he, got, he was 45 yeah. years old. And uh, and he uh, not- Michael it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Dokes. I know. I'm probably- Dynamite Michael. You Dokes? were you were half right on that. Michael you had Spinks. To- no more. Uh, Very good. Yes. Wait, you went Michael Moore? Moore. 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 I, I would All pay to right. see Michael Moore in the ring with George Foreman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That was how many years ago? Uh, Nineteen. What was it? Ninety something. Uh, I'm trying to get a date on. He this. was Foreman was forty five years old. Wow. So divide your George Foreman grills in half, and then so, that's his age. So now he's like 64-ish, 65, yeah. huh, for Foreman? Easily. No kidding. Uh, Foreman versus Moore. Uh, tenth round knockout. Yeah, it was a long fight. and took him out at the end, but... I don't uh, remember that fight. It was forty Vegas fight. It was, uh, it was a pay-per-view. I remember watching it. Yeah, I don't remember that fight either. I think I wasn't watching as much boxing by that point. Moore was a little bit of a tomato can, too, I think. Yeah. But it was a title fight, so. I mean, but Foreman's 45. I mean, come on. Hey, uh, Vic, how was Cleveland with the loss? They were, they were really good. You were about up it. there, right? Yes. They were really great about everything. They didn't, it was wonderful. They, they were jacked up on Sunday because they thought they were just going to do it Sunday on the last game in Chicago. So right. that was a big bummer. And, uh, but the whole city was, I mean, they kept rallying and believing. And I said, to, I said, I was sitting there watching it. They led the league and come from behind, uh, wins after the seventh or eighth inning this year. Cleveland did. Yeah. And the only thing we hadn't seen in the world, I said, I go, well, the only thing we hadn't seen this year is one of their patented come from behind come and i'll be goddamn boom six six mm-hmm. and uh i mean you know fuck donald trump this is why america's great <laughs> <laughs> he was telling me that he had it on a split screen where he had the, the stunt brain had the cma's 50th anniversary oh god uh, and, and the seventh he, game and, and the not seventh the seventh game. game it was the the uh sixth game sixth game All right. was it the sixth game six game this was the same on night tuesday, as the tuesday country music awards yeah. i thought it was wednesday seventh. night 
That okay. was a Wednesday? Wednesday night. Why Wednesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah whatever Tuesday it was. Six. Tuesday so you were the six. person that was watching That's why America's great, though. That's it's why I, great. You know, whether you're voting for him or not, I don't like his goddamn slogan. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you and your shitty slogan. <laughs> America's great because my fat ass can sit on a split screen and watch the CMA 50th anniversary and Game 6 of the World Series. I yeah, I didn't that. have to listen to Joe Buck, and I could look at uh, <sighs> Carrie Underwood and listen to her sing. Joe Buck. I don't have a problem with Joe Buck. I don't have a problem with Joe Buck either. It's just boring. It's so easy to hate on the guy. He but thought, why is he a dick? I like the fact that Artie blew his show up, the one and done thing. that they yeah. Remember they gave him the show on HBO, and he chose Artie as his first oh, guest, right. and it went off the fucking rails. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he was all... He, he went came out later that he was all messed up on pills or he drank right before he went on. Something. Yeah. Well, Joe Buck said, hey, give it to me when I go out there. When you go out yeah. there, just give it to me. Right. You know, I, wa- I want it. And just go after me. I got no problem with it. And it was, yeah, pretty much the show was canceled after the first episode. I didn't but, like him from uh, the Randy Moss fake mooned the, the crowd because they actually moon you on the bus. And, yeah. and so he fake mooned him when he was Minnesota. And Joe, but I've got children. He jumped in there on that oh, shit. That, that was just a disgrace. Thing. And look, it's not, it's a fake moon. First of all, he didn't drop trow. And, right. and the reason he did drop trow is because they actually do drop trow when right. they're leaving the game. That's what they show you. Their asses. Bye bye. Right. See you later. And so We're that's why here. I did it. But I didn't like Joe. That's the first time I went, oh, Joe Buck's a dick. All right, you're at least give me some reasons. Yeah, to I know he guy. said something like that. That's a disgrace or yeah. something. Yeah, too. But I don't know. But that was like. What 15... am I going to tell my son? <laughs> God, I hate that. How about you don't tell him anything? Yeah, just... How about you don't tell him about Trump? Well, that was my first. He's a what dick. What am I going to tell Artie, my children about Artie, Trump? You don't have Artie on your show and not more, and, then, and say give it to me, Artie, and then go. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that one of those Hillary commercials is about like Trump audio. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't be a ten if you have small tits or something like that. Like, what and they have all the kids. kids. They right. show all the kids' faces yeah. looking at them. Yeah, well, it's wonderful editing. The kids never heard any of that audio. No, and guess what? You don't have to tell your kids anything. I got two kids. They don't even know who Donald Trump is. They don't know who Hillary Clinton is. They don't give a fuck. Are they, they re- are they really looking at the TV like that, like all sad? Because no. Donald Trump said, a girl can't be a 10 if she has small tits. <laughs> no. I don't think so. They're looking like, change the channel so I can watch yeah. fucking SpongeBob. Well, the, and, and the girl in front of the mirror trying to hide her, hide her body as a, as a Trump clip is playing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's I laugh that. because that that little girl, she's she's about 15, I would say, 14, 15. Right. She never heard the Trump clip for that commercial anyway. But they, uh, what would the word be there? Uh, uh, clever editing or whatever. Oh, it's where, brilliant where, editing. Where it makes it look like she's actually listening to Trump. As Deceptive she's to, editing. As she's trying to cover up her lumpy body there, right there. That makes me laugh yeah. every time. Well, Hillary's doing it. You're accusing him, and then you're doing it too. You're you're. You're saying, "Oh my God, he's so awful!" Yeah. And yet, you're, if no one had ever seen this and the, yeah. their first exposure to it, right. it's because you told us, right? You know the, yeah, yeah I didn't know. I, didn't <laughs> I had know no idea. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm offended. Because nobody's ever, you know, hid their lumpy body before. Right. The yeah. Trump commercial. No one's ever like, man, I'm gonna wear all black so I can cover the fucking rolls of fat I have. But I always go, totally. I always go deep with this type of stuff. That girl, she, she's a black girl. She's what, about fourteen, maybe? Yeah. She's in front of the mirror during the Hillary Clinton ad that's just beating up Trump with the uh, Trump clips. She had to find out that how she was being used for this commercial. Wouldn't the, shouldn't the parents be pissed off? I wonder. I wonder if the parents... Wait, you're using my daughter as as an example of someone that doesn't have a good body? You know they got paid and they're happy. You think that's all it is? Oh, sure. Sure Well... Huh? She'll regret it when she's older. Yeah, let me hear that part of the commercial, because it makes me laugh every fucking time how ridiculous it is. No, just from there is good. Ate like a pig. (laughs) 
a person who's flat-chested is very hard to be attacked. Wow, so it was literally pig and then flat-chested. And, and she her. was in the middle yeah. of that. Yeah, ouch. And she's, she's heavy and she's flat-chested, so she'll never be a 10. If that, if that was my daughter, I would be very mad how yes. she was used in the commercial. Certainly. I thought you were just using her for a positive message no. here. So, uh, but Trump's new spot with Wiener is great. You got to admit, the pervert one. I don't know if I've seen that. Oh one. my god! Did it just pop. It just popped. Came out late yesterday. Oh, okay, I definitely didn't see it then. It, and it's called the Wiener Pervert ad. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Well, good. It's brilliant. When in doubt. <laughs> All right. Let me uh, let me take a look at this. Decades of lies, cover-ups, and lies, scandals cover have scandals. finally caught up with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is under FBI investigation again after her emails were found on pervert Anthony Weiner's <laughs> Think about that. America's most sensitive secrets, unlawfully sent, received, and exposed right. by Hillary Clinton, her staff, and Anthony Weiner. Yeah. Hillary cannot lead a nation no. while crippled by a criminal investigation. Hillary Clinton, unfit to serve. My I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My first observation is that they wanted to use the word pervert twice, and someone said, no, man, no, no. one is, trust me, good enough. Pervert at no. the end would have been over the I, top. I was waiting no. for pervert at the end, but yeah. it's obvious someone said, no, man, just keep it to one pervert. No, obviously, they don't know Vegas. Double down. <laughs> yeah. Double yeah. down <laughs> on the pervert. Damn. On. Let's do this. <laughs> Uh, Melania Trump saying that uh, there's too many bullies out there. I was there yesterday. I went to that event and in, sat through in it. In Philly? Yeah, I was in... Uh, no, outside Philly, Yeah, right? Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Packed, but it was all mostly women, like 80% women. And yeah. she gave the speech. I keep hearing the Green Acres lady, Ava Gabor. Oh, uh, sure. Bam, yeah. bam. Oliver, what are we doing? <laughs> How does she look? look? to be president. She yeah. looks great. She's a, a beautiful woman. But she's up there saying, you know, we, we got to stop the bullying on social media. And I'm thinking, isn't there a Blackberry at home you could kind of lock up at night? Well, I mean, yeah, she played into some people's hands right there. Because obviously everyone's pointing and going, well, how about you start with your husband? Yeah. Well, they've got him He's now. like the king of the bullies right now on, on social media but, in the last right, year and a half. But Bannon's got his, his uh, smartphone under control. If you notice, Trump isn't out there doing some massive tweeting lately. Stephen K. Bannon's holding. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they've taken his phone yeah. like he's a 12. Year old, the guy really? Works. So you think it's like three in the morning when Trump gets up? So he said he only sleeps four hours a night. There's no phone. He's got his no phone. Bannon's got it. Bannon's. Well, you heard Trump. Did you hear Trump? His inner voice come out the other day when he's sitting there going, "Don't, don't say it, Donald. Don't go off the tracks, Donald." Well, really. During his speech, this was a speech uh, not yes, yeah, yeah, day before yesterday. He's in front of a crowd in Florida, and he's talking. He goes, "I just got to stay on the teleprompter. Don't go off the rails. Keep it, keep it on the track." And you're like, what? this is the inner dialogue yeah. that he's finally letting out. You think Trump has a shot? I think he they has keep a- looking at these polls, and then uh, I don't know. Does it? Does he? Ha- does he have a track to the nomination? He has a track. If he loses North Carolina or Florida, it's over. Not to the nomination, obviously, to, to the, the presidency. presidency. Yeah. yeah, but if he loses North Carolina or Florida, it's over. I'm. Anything could happen at this point. I, I just secured an invitation to the party, Ooh. the Trump party. So I will be, Opie, <laughs> I will gonna be play tweeting it? Who's you. Who's DJing? Uh, Dennis Falcone. <laughs> got Dennis. Hard drive of hits. And let me guess what he's going to play, Celebration by Cool and the Gang. Of course. Over yeah. over I over just want to celebrate my rare earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think he's got a shot, but it's it could be an early night. Is it? Uh, if he doesn't get Ohio... North Carolina and Florida. I think it's a very is it po- early night. possible he wins the popular vote but loses the election. Absolutely, it is right. Yeah, I think that's very possible. Yeah. 
really possible. So we'll see. It's going to be fun, no yeah, matter what. That mic's off, E-Rock. We're good. What's wrong? So, yeah, he's shaking his head about something. Something weird's going on. And he definitely won't win Pennsylvania. Uh, no, see, that's what the, he thinks they have a chance. They keep going back there. And Clinton is now pouring money into Pennsylvania. Yeah. Because she, she's worried, too. Right. But I, I can't see them lose, the Democrats losing Pennsylvania. They've had such a lock on it. How much money do you think since the beginning when it was 27 people on each side? So if you go back 18 months and, and you added up all the money that was raised between the Democrats and the Republicans, is it? Over a billion dollars. Probably, be, close right. to, probably close to 1.5. Billion. Billion. Now, billion. that's money that went into the economy, though. So you I was going to say that. that. Okay. That, that helps the economy. Yeah, but, I mean, can't we? if we limited everybody to 10 million, we yep. couldn't have given uh, 1.3 well, well, something billion to education, poverty, that's I, not government. That's jobs. Not, there is some government <laughs> matching funds in that. Yeah. But most of that's private money. I just love I know. That's I, just what it's weird. I, I've always I thought, what a waste. I love uh, when you're, you're coming up, uh, they say, anyone could be president in this country. No. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe you got, you got to find some friends that are billionaires to begin yes. with, and then maybe you got a shot after that. No, uh, yeah. no, not anyone could be well, president. That's why, that's why the whole Sanders campaign was so incredible, because he's the guy who actually really didn't have a shot, and he almost beat her. Yeah, they, and, and that was an amazing And he was taking thing. donations for like a dollar or something, right. a couple his dollars from his donation fa- fans. Was $27. $27, yeah. $27. And he raised like $200 million. We were talking yesterday. He tapped out a little too early. He was feeling some kind of pressure from somebody. Well, they, he didn't want to tap out. Maybe they made a deal. What's yeah. the deal, though? That's what we were talking about yesterday. No one can figure out what the deal is. He, he retires campaign debt or she retires whatever uh, campaign debt. He yeah. bought a $650,000 house. I was about to say he got a really nice lake house out Recently. of it, I believe. Wasn't it a lake house? Yeah. I think it was really oh, Yeah, really? all, all that stuff that came out of WikiLeaks about them trashing him behind yeah. his back. And then he's out stumping for her. Right. He's out with uh, Hillary yesterday. Come on. Something went down. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there has to be some deal. A made. lake house went down. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> that's get a lake house, man. but go out there and pretend you like her. Okay. Well, so they're just handing him brochures. He, go, probably called, he probably called Bill up and go, all right, how do I pretend they like Hillary? Yeah. Because you've been doing it your whole fucking life. <laughs> Everyone's pretending to like Hillary. <laughs> Very good. I should have uh, let that I should have let that kind no, of no, hang in the air a little bit. No, that was you just got me mad because uh, you're uh, not only funny, you make a good point. Everyone pretends to like her. Yeah. The Obama's, Obama's don't, don't like Hillary Clinton. No. But, but his, he's doing it for his legacy. Everyone knows that by now. Yeah, he's dead. If uh, His legacy's dead. If it, Trump's Trump is elected. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, it took him forever to endorse Hillary Clinton. And then someone finally said to him, hey, man, you have no choice here. You got to endorse her. You got to campaign for her. Because if uh, she loses this damn thing, your legacy goes out the fucking window. He did two Florida rallies yesterday. He's got two more today. She's out on the West Coast rallying. They're everywhere. And that's just something you wouldn't see in 2012. Yeah. If, if that was even a reality. They would have said, forget it. No way. Mm. But, you know, the Republicans do. You always point this out, Opie. The Republicans do it, too. Ted Cruz is campaigning for Trump, Gosh. but won't oh, say sides. his name. Sure. He won't say Trump's name out in front of an audience. Well, say how do name, you do that? Name, and and he, had, he had Trump Pence on the, the podium for the first time. Yeah. Because for the most part, he's been avoiding that. But he was at the podium where it said Trump and uh, Pence. And then he wouldn't mention Trump's name, but said, we need a Republican in the White House. Yeah. How that's you, the furthest he would go. That's And, and that's just a smack. Isn't I he? hate his gut. And I know he was your guy, Stump Brain. I, I, like I hated it. his guts, but then I respected him so much when he uh, did what he did at the convention. Oh, came out and uh, said, you know, support him, and, but he didn't endorse him. No, he didn't endorse him at all. Yeah. You know, he was sticking up for all the all the shit that uh, Trump said, said about. his dad was in on the Kennedy right. assassination. Come on. 
<laughs> Come on. And then he finally, and he got booed at the convention, too, yeah. when he wouldn't say Trump's I respected name. all yeah. that. Yeah. I know. Because he was sticking to his guns, and then he he folded after that. It looks like he's he may have a tough race himself. So, you know, all these guys want to keep in office, They yep. especially if he's looking at 2020. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. He doesn't, he'll never be president. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind having a guy that knew the Constitution by heart All somewhere right. in well, that office. Start looking uh, at a new guy, yeah. a younger, Somebody can memorize it over the next four we years. We, the people of the United States, in order for a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility. That's, I can go Provide the, for the common I defense, the promote the general welfare, school, I remember school, and Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. <laughs> schoolhouse Rock. Wow. You don't remember Schoolhouse Rock? No, I, I, I that remember was America Schoolhouse Rocks. Rock. That was America Rocks was the 1976 I know I want to rock. Yeah. That's way better than what we just did. Do you know what they were talking Oh God! No, I know. It was the preamble to the Constitution. I can name every track on Black and Black by ACDC. <laughs> Elsbell, side Elsbell. Yeah, yeah. Elsbell. Oh, that's impressive. All right. No, that's really not impressive. I think that's, there's no reason to. No, know I'm that. more impressed by that than <laughs> that, what are. they were doing. I'm yes, just, <laughs> yes, I am. That that shows my true color. It was Schoolhouse Rock with the grammar and the multiplication. Grammar and then in 1976, they oh. went. Uh, they went. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. It became America Rock. Yeah. No, I remember the show or whatever. I can't recite any of that. They were interstitials. That's how I learned the preamble to the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what ha- happens with Hillary if she becomes president? Are they gonna, are they gonna indict her? Uh, how, Good. Yeah. How is this gonna end? If she gets indicted. Obama could pardon her before she's even sworn in <laughs> for the good of the nation. What and happens if it happens after January 20th? Uh, she the, could, the investigation is still going on. She could then. be impeached. So Obama, will have no, Obama can only appe- pardon her until January before, 20th. Before she's sworn So it has to go what? in that little window. Yeah. And okay. would that be a dick move by Obama? Well, people when said people it, consider that a dick move? People said it was a dick move when, uh, Ford. when Ford pardoned Nixon. Right. But it was for the good of the country. See, I'm, I don't remember anything. And, and you got to remember, Ford was a president who never got a vote to be president. Oh, I know. Before he became the president. Because Agnew resigned, then Nixon resigned. So the guy that... They replaced Agnew with suddenly became the president. We're like, wait, how did yeah. this happen? I don't, I don't like that someone can become president that you don't even vote for. Yeah, well, because I feel like Tim Kaine will be our president. Kaine or that, Pence? I feel uh, that's how it's going to roll out eventually. It could be, and, and I, then it's going to be a guy we had nothing to do with, and we didn't vote. And I, I'm not a fan of Tim Kaine. And from everybody I know in Virginia, he's not a good guy. Oh, really? Yeah. The Democrats love him because he's just in line, and he gave a whole speech yesterday in Spanish. The first time, a, a well, good for him. I know that's what everybody's saying. It's, you could have, you could have done a Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, so what? Yeah, yeah. David Lee Roth did an album in Spanish. <laughs> so Enrique, he did even smile in Spanish too. So Wait, what? Did he really? Yeah, yeah. he did. See, yeah. I'm more impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Useless Me no. I love that. And now Thank I want to hear David Lee Roth. I yes. have it. I have it on vinyl. Yeah, you do. You did the whole Eden smile album in Spanish. I've never heard David Lee Roth singing in Spanish. I want that to just sink in for a second. How have I lived this long without hearing? David Lee Roth oh. singing Spanish. Maybe I haven't. I just forgot about so it. So good. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Come on. Let's see this. I don't care about Tim Kane, uh, Tim Kane anymore. Uh, but shouldn't it be, as this commercial's playing, you know, the two people that get the most votes, that should be your, your president and vice president. Well, that's the way they used to do it. Yeah, I like that. I don't like how they pick one. Uh, they pick a certain guy just to uh, deliver a you state. can't split the ticket. I hate that shit. That's, it that's should be why the, it's the two most popular people in the party. It should be. Because then but, the people feel they had something to do with it. So you would have uh, Clinton Sanders. 
All right. That would have been a tough or ticket to like overcome. Gotcha. Well, okay. all right. But, then, you know, it sucks It sucks for them that that's how it worked out. Yeah. What, what if you like one on each side? What if you like the vice presidential choice on the Republican and you happen to think that they're a good match for the presidential choice on the Democrat? You can't do that either, right? Well, the, in 72, they tried to do Nixon Muskie. A bunch of people were saying, <laughs> why don't we have Richard Nixon and Edmund Muskie? And that didn't happen. No. <laughs> Mm. Don't you think but, the Clintons have too many connections yes. to get impeached? No, if, if, if Obama can't pardon her, if it happens after January 20th that she has too many interconnections where she'll never get impeached, no matter what they find. It depends on who controls the Senate. The uh, House and the Senate are up for grabs. Right. They're, they're opening. She's, she may open with what Bill closed with. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Continuation. <laughs> well, we've had two. Oh, we've had three impeachments, and two of them have been Clinton. It's like wow. the start. It's like the Star Wars. They waited 10 years yeah. and then they go back. Oh, wow. Episode. Yeah. I like There's that prequel. <laughs> See, everyone's like, thank God this thing's finally over, you know, yeah. Tuesday. But it's not over. It just continues after Tuesday. Well, it depends. It depends what they found in that file oh, labeled travel stop. on wieners. You heard the commercial? Pervert wiener. Oh, that's right. Pervert. I just forgot. Just embrace it. Say, I put the C in the C word. Quit denying <laughs> right. Ride in on your herd of bitchiness. Yes. I'm a bitch. We don't want I want a milk well, toast. I did, want to be mean. Did yes, you, I'm crooked. I know the system. Everything they're hammering about say that, yes, and these are my strengths. Did you see what Louis C.K. did on Conan? Uh, he destroyed. Yeah. It was brilliant, and he yeah. it was an endorsement, but not an endorsement. You know, it was him saying, "Look, she, every, they have every email she's ever sent, and she's still not in jail. That's why I'm voting for." Her. Right? He was really good, right. John I think, Gotti. I, I, think, <laughs> I think you're still going through emails, though. There's that many, yeah. right? Six hundred fifty thousand in that file on Wiener's job. Yeah, do the they department. have just a room filled with people? <laughs> no, right. they've got a they've got an auto search function because they're looking for keywords. They're looking for blank, blank, blank. Right. Yeah, but maybe they were speaking in code. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe it's like the Enigma machine, and they got to find the right amount of Heil Hitler. That's right. There's a guy turning yeah. dials. Just clicking well, it. if they're doing it that way, then they pretty much uh, have gotten through all of them, you would I would think, assume, right? I think once what happens is they get through uh, the 650, and they're the ones that trip the triggers, then get printed, and then they go through them and go, all right, trace this. Was this classified? Was it not? Right. And when? All right. Because that's the issue. This episode sponsored by Microdose.com. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to Microdose.com. Use the code OPI to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. A lot of people wondering, hey, Ope, are you still microdosing? And my answer is, hell yeah. Now, microdosing, the concept of microdosing is commonly associated with psychedelics, wellness, performance enhancement, and creativity. The number one reason why I'm microdosing, by the way, is to get a better night sleep. For me, it's given me great, great sleep. Also, it has helped with the creative boost, enjoying the moment, and it's also helped with some anxiety issues. If you need to know more about microdosing, definitely go to microdose.com. They'll explain this even further. You've probably heard about it a little bit here and there. If not, just know that all sorts of people are microdosing daily to feel healthier and perform better. The reason it's so cool is that it gives you just a touch of the THC. Oh, by the way, if you want a little more, oh, they could take care of you in that way as well. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. 
All around, there are 10 out of 10 for me. I, I really, really love these guys. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use the promo code OP to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. And if you're still not entirely sure what this is all about, at the very least, go to microdose.com. And if you like what you see, use the promo code OP to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. And I'll throw that link in the description of this podcast episode. Microdose.com, promo code OP. I want to hear Daily yes. Roth yes, uh, singing in Spanish. This is Yankee Rose. That was the hit off the record. Why did he do this? I, he speaks like nine different languages. I don't know why he did it, but... <laughs> oh, my God. It looks like extra gay uh, when he sings in Spanish, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll give I'm you the that. only one yeah, thinking, no, no. I'm with, no, I want Florida Kings right. Yeah. I never heard that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. I know. I want. I now just want the rest of the show him to tell us other things that we don't yes. know. Yes. <laughs> Do you have that, Jim? Do you have that in vinyl? Stunt Brain is just you know he knows all about ni- from 1972. I know about Black Sabbath Volume Four. He knows yeah. about the election. That's yeah. way more important. No, it's Do you, not. You have no, no, about Musk. Yeah. No, 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 no I really should know that instead of where you know Black Sabbath was basically doing cocaine in a no, jacuzzi I'm, and then they wrote an album. I'm more impressed with yes. that. Yes, really. yeah. yes, I am. He's like, I think politics is all bullshit. <laughs> It I is. really do. But it pays the bills. Do you have that vinyl? Because I, yes. I have a copy of it sitting around, and I, I called a guy who's a record guy. and said, is this worth anything? He said, no. No, it's not worth so anything. So whoever, whoever would like a vinyl copy of David Lee what? Roth's. Why didn't I know about that? You're going to give that away? I should know yeah, sure. You want it? Lucky caller Call, six. Caller one. <laughs> he, put it out, he put it out like a year after that record came out, like 86 or whatever. Was, so it wasn't like at the same time. Was the rest of the band into it? Because it's pretty obvious that it was his idea. Oh yeah, without a doubt, they probably rolled his rolled their eyes to David. Yeah, I don't think Steve I and Billy Sheen were speaking Spanish. No, no. Did you ever talk to him down at the cellar when he would frequently? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, he, he, he's the best. So he no, I know in, you can just pretty much turn the microphone on. And he, the days he came in the studio here were unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the stuff he admitted, he just opened up because a lot of times he didn't open up yeah. in interviews about banging chicks on the road and stuff like that. He always kept that right. You just heard stories, but he came in and he just opened up. He was talking about how, you know, all of that stuff, crazy stuff back he in the day. To, he wanted me to go biking with him and stuff. I'm like, I think I might be uh, become friends with David Lee Roth. And then he's telling me where he rock climbs in Central Park. Nothing came of it, but... Uh, I think Rogel said that when he got busted, they... they Rogel, not at the same time, but they got Rogel in Washington Square Park for buying the dime bag, like they did David Lee Roth, and one night at the cellar, they were bullshitting about being in the Winnebago jail. Oh, really? The, the, the RV jail that they park there, that they hold you in for a little bit before they take you over. And he said David Lee Roth, they were both just like, oh, oh my God! They were both talking about like having been in the same dressing room. They were, <laughs> so to speak. They were bonding over there. And it was, yes, it was the oh, RV portable jail right. that sits there. That's great. You know, at the end of Washington That's Square. really great. Did, did you see the Susan Sarandon clip? 
As we stick on politics and Spanish. Oh, I, I didn't see it in Spanish, but I saw her uh, saying that the whole system's rigged and the the Dems oh, are just corrupt. No, new. No, no, this is even better, man. Listen to this. I don't even want to give it away. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, Paul's giving me a hold on. What's wrong? It's a good headline. Yeah, well, it's it's hilarious. a great headline. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. <laughs> don't give it away. Oh, now what's going now. on, Paul? Here we go. All right, we got to wait uh, through this ad. We can't click through this one. We can't stop this ad. Oh, the Telegraph, they never let you jump. Really? Yeah, they're they're the worst. Those but- bastards. Here we go. I want the right woman. I want, uh, I, there are women that have, uh, you know, great women that have, uh, that I admire that have headed nations. And then, you know, you've got, you've had a woman. I don't know how you felt about that. Uh, but it's not, I don't vote with my vagina. You know, this is bigger than, than that. And I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Trump and Hillary because that's not why I'm here. This is bigger than this winning who wins this election. Is she pretty much telling the world she's got a huge vagina? That's what it sounded like. <laughs> this being a semi-comedy show, I'm going to take that joke. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the bluntness of that, though. Yeah, I'm not about my vagina. I laughed like an idiot over that one. But she's pissed <laughs> off that, you know, just because she's a woman, uh, people are saying you got to vote Hillary Clinton. And she was back in Bernie, right? She was Bernie big huge. time, right? Yeah, yeah she was a huge Bernie supporter. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had uh, a brief interview with her at the convention in Philly, and she was she was totally Bernie. She and uh, Danny Glover were walking the halls of the press tent, really? just talking to everybody. Yeah, I had an interview with her vagina. Did you? Right after that, just, Does, just separately. Doesn't it vote? <laughs> so, well, or is that a misconception? No, you have to contact her vagina's publicist before you get a hold. Was of the it. audio a little echoey? It was. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find my car keys, I'll drive out of here. She's won a SAG award, though, right? I think she's won an Oscar. Oh, she should win a lot of SAG awards. Yeah. Thank you. For, Thank you, Opie. <laughs> I like that she was banging like a 28-year-old, though, at 64 or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but they hang a little low these days. <laughs> a little low. She might need a rejuvenation. Is There's nothing wrong with that, ladies. But they no. hang a little low. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, what was uh, oh uh, oh? We got to go back to the World Series. So Cleveland wasn't bummed out. You were up there when they lost. They the, were, the seventh game. Stumbrain said on their Twitter account. He pointed out that the like the very next day they're like, uh, "Hey, we're ready for game eight. Yeah, what time's game eight? Everybody ready? Even were, the even the yeah. Indians' Twitter was cool. Out in America, I don't think you get it in New York City, but I always enjoy. I've been in different cities when things have gone on, and it's always really funny to be at the grocery store and hear somebody you know, okay, ten ninety five, and go tribe. Right, right. You know, everybody's everybody's wearing half the people have a T-shirt or a hat on. I love dorky ass America. New Yorkers are jaded. They don't really you it's don't kinda, get that. It, it, it's kind of boring in that way down here. You don't get it here. You I, really don't. I was lucky enough to live in Buffalo when they, you know, like I said, went through their Super Bowl uh, runs. And being in a smaller city, it's, it's cool when the team is going all the way. There's nothing better than that. The whole city rallies around it. It's right. It literally unites everything. It's you know, black, white, rich, poor, fat, skinny. Wherever you go to church, anybody, they're all. You know, everybody of everything. Well, Cleveland's it, okay you know. because, you know, they got the Cavaliers. They're still living off that. LeBron's yeah. wife, uh, LeBron's wife, they cut, there was a thing, I saw it online where I think she was smoking a blunt in the, in the suite, in the luxury suite. Right. And they cut to him and you can kind of him, he mumbles something to her that looks like, oh shit, we're on the camera, put that blunt down. <laughs> and you, really? you can see her like try to, she goes to the side and like, oh, it immediately goes out of the picture really. Well, quickly. they did catch LeBron drinking a beer. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that we was, have that footage. 
Oh yeah, he's like, oh, oh, look at she's, she's, she's smoking. She's hitting the blunt, right? She's, and he's yeah, like, put that oh, down. Put that oh, down. You, you can read those lips. Put that <laughs> down. Put that down. Put that down. <laughs> <laughs> he's drinking a beer and she's smoking a blunt. <laughs> look at his right. face. Oh shit! Put that down. Yeah, he looked up, baby. Put that down. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's looking around like what? 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 But, uh, I, I think Cleveland, you know, uh, I got a lot of friends in Cleveland that basically say because the Cavaliers won, it softens the blow a little. They think they'll be back next year because they went to game seven. So they got a good solid team. So they're not really busted over it. And also, speaking of the small, like, you know, towns like that, well, like Cleveland, the Cavaliers, when they won, everybody, my my guy friends in Cleveland go, it was a fuck fest. All the, girl, every, all the girls are out, too, watching the games in the sports bar, and everyone basically got laid after that because everyone's such a good so, mood. So a lot of kids are going to be born nine months yeah. after that championship, huh? Yeah, they're all, you know, in New York. They're sort of saying that about Chicago. Fine. Uh, you, Nine months from now, sure. there's going to be a lot of births. A lot of cubbies. A lot of cubbies. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, New York, that wouldn't happen. You don't think? No, because a lot of the girls aren't into aren't into the you know Super Bowl and the sports. And they don't uh, in New York. Uh, we don't all rally around one team. We just there's don't too do many it. of them. There's too many of them in the area. I mean, and, you get some Mets fans that will jump on the Yankees, you know, bandwagon or the Jets jumping on the Giants. But 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 there's still a shitload of people that aren't in, into the team. Yeah, you right? need like the Subway Series, which was massive. But you need something super fluky like that to yeah, get yeah. all of New because York that involved. Was, that got everybody yeah. involved. You're right. And I was looking in the paper. New York hasn't had a championship in a long fucking time. The Giants, what four? Is it four years? Two thousand seven, I think it was. Is it that long it's ago? Nine years? Well, yeah, two, yeah. It'll that. be ten years. This this. Oh my uh, god! I've wasted a few years. Two thousand five. No, no, no. Seven was no, two thousand twelve. Right. All right. There was one more after yeah, that. Yeah. 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 yeah two thousand twelve. You scared me. Okay, that was our last. So it'll championship. be five years. Yeah, but the Jets haven't won in 40-something years. The Knicks haven't won in... Uh, the Rangers the, the won. The Knicks won in 72, so that's 28, 44 years, Yan- right? Rangers was 94. Rangers, 94, so that's uh, that's 22, 22 years, years already. Mets was, uh, what, 86? 86, that's, yeah. that's 30 years already. So, I mean, here in New York, we haven't had... Except Nets, for the never. Yankees. Islanders. Except, you know. Islanders, Jesus, that's 80... Uh, I'm losing track of that now. 84? Help me out, Islanders. Fans. Somewhere around Some, there. Somewhere around there, right? Bobby but you had four in a row. Yeah, we did. And the Devils then had a streak, too, back yeah, in the late 80s. Yeah, but the Devils is more a Jersey, you know, people... It's not really considered a New York team. Right. It's mostly Jersey people like go see the Devils. You got the Rangers and the Islanders right here. But I mean, New York is a massive fucking city, and and a lot of athletes want to play here. And if you look at it, there hasn't been a lot of championships in a pretty long time now. Yeah, when the Devils had their you know uh, their parade, I think it was in the Meadowlands parking lot. You know what I mean? I know. That was, yeah, where else you get parade? Yeah, yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they might yeah, have just went marched out around, the, around the parking lot twice. Way, that's so hillbilly. <laughs> they might have went out on the street. <laughs> Super hillbilly. <laughs> they might have went on the street a little bit. Yeah, for a minute. I think they were out to Route 3 for a second and, and, and took one of the shoulders. Fourteen yeah. is not – he is not lying, man. That's exactly what went on. How sad is that? Uh, it's, you know, it's very it's very white trash. It's right. perfect for Jersey. Uh, we got a video today. We got a guy that was playing the game for his father at the grave. Oh. That's uh, – <sighs> Really? You know, well, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm in the yuck category for this. Yeah. No, that's, I just want that was what my awe was was. And I hate to be thoroughly disgusted about All right. it. But, Cubs fan shares you know. World Series with late father at Greenwood Cemetery. Yeah, I mean, well, was he going for his video? Uh, I know, yeah, exactly. I know every, everyone out there nowadays is going for their video. Oh, okay, you including know, I'm gonna, myself. I'm, I'll put myself in that category, but yeah, 
I mean, how do we have video of this? I'm sure people actually did this exact oh, same I, thing. I know And you'll people. never see a video of it because it, it was legit yes. and, and it was a moment that this person wanted to have. No, I agree with you. I know people who have done weird things like this, and yes, no, there's no picture. There's just a story. But as soon as there's a video, then you got to be sure. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bring a hot chick to my dad's grave because he always wanted me to bang hot chicks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put it up on Facebook. Look, Dad, look what I'm getting now. If I was to do this with my, if, if I was to do this with my dead dad, I'd, I would have to go to I think twenty locations because we gave his body to science. So I don't, I don't oh, know. Nice. I don't know where he is. He's all over the fucking place. <laughs> right. We buried I think a couple thigh bones, but in the end, <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> all right. Let me see this video. Cubs fan shares World Series with late father at Greenwood Cemetery. Amazing that the gates were open. I couldn't believe it. Wayne Williams driving to the Cubs game. The pitch was a little bit higher. He's not at the ballpark. He's watching it with his dad. We got a W flag. Not supposed to fly it until after the actual win. And Wayne Williams' dad, also named Wayne Williams, was waiting for him. I talked about it with my boys forever. I let them know that I told my dad... Oh, I mean, we kind of had a pact that when the, when the Cubs, not if, when the Cubs got into the World Series, we'd make sure we'd listen to the games together. Drop the ball. He was called out. Look, Dad, here's your son. He's keeping his part of the bargain, setting up camp no, in the military not. section Did of Greenwood Forest Lawn Cemetery. If he was keeping his end of the bargain up, he would have uh, he would he would have dug up his dad. Dad's not hearing shit. Yeah, I know. But why didn't why didn't he just leave the radio on the grave and go to a fucking Buffalo Wild Wings? Are you you know what you missed? I heard it was one amazing party up there in Chicago. I just can't get by the fact that uh, his when, father's here. I know where you're going. You know, I know exactly where you're going. He knows where I'm going. What, on I'm this. going Sorry, the what? same place Vic is going. Wayne Williams is the name of the Atlanta child murderer. Oh, the sure. alleged. He the, wasn't he found not guilty the, the later. Murder, the murdering stopped. No, he did it. He did it. The murdering stopped. He did. They it. found hairs and carpet. They, he was the first. It was one of the first major cases where they used fibers right. and, D, and not DNA, but little tiny microscopic yep. scientific stuff. Fibers. They found carpeting from his car and from his house. And but yes, yeah, so the minute he went Wayne Williams, I'm like, oh my god, that's the, exactly what the, I thought. The Atlanta right. child murder. So horrible. you want to hear more of this? It's well. All right, that's just pathetic. It's and, weird, and it's a transistor radio, right? He's not even watching the game. No, it's Game Seven, you asshole! It hasn't it's, happened in a long well, time. Yeah, he's ready, and he could have got easily got one of those little TVs from like a Best Buy to watch exactly. it. Exactly, it's on the local channel, so it's not like it's on cable. Yeah, you think his father's like he was in the middle of somewhere in Indiana at a military cemetery in Indiana. So I don't—he might not even have a signal there, Greenwood, Indiana. You think his father was like, "Oh, you cheap shit! You couldn't get a fucking TV for after work again. <laughs> couldn't dig me up." After all these years, I got to listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, push play. Yeah, he couldn't put, couldn't hook that up to a Bose speaker Something. to make it fucking louder <laughs> exactly. for the guy. <laughs> Fuck. After an all day long drive from North Carolina, <sighs> this game's gonna kill me. His dad died at age fifty three in nineteen eighty. A Navy veteran. World War Two. He was a signalman. He was at uh, Normandy, D Day plus eight. He wasn't. He hadn't turned eighteen yet. It may have been the Navy that made his dad a Cubs fan. And I think it's because when he was uh, in boot camp in Great Lakes, 
He probably went to some games because Wrigley's brought the guys out there for these things. And uh, that was the closest thing to you know big-time baseball that he'd ever seen. His dad was a loyal Cubs man. And happily lines one caught by Bryant. So 69 broke his heart because, you know, they came so close. Yawn! Over. <laughs> and then 80, if he hadn't been dead already by 83, that would have done it for him. So he was, I'll never forget one day he said, at the start of a new season, I don't know what year it was, he went, this is going to be our year. This is going to be our year. We're going to be 500. We asked Wayne if he no. thinks Big Wayne is up there following the game with him. No. Knowing him, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hellraiser, baby. He was a hellraiser. Enjoying a little heaven tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And they were lazy for the story. They don't even have the final out while the guy's sitting there with his uh Yeah, let's see a celebration. Yeah. What the fuck? That's what you want to say. Huh? Somebody, how'd they find out? Somebody had to cue well, him Mr. up that he Needy was doing called this. The, the, you think the he news. did or somebody? Of course he did. He put it on Facebook and somebody something. said. Oh, yeah, show God. him when they win and then what he says right. to his dad or something like that at the end. I hate this story. <laughs> it stinks. I guarantee some people did things exactly like this. I love this, it when but they, they never do. called the news yes. or any of that shit. That's what I mean. And it was right. a real moment. No. You, know, you want to get your dad a Cubs uh, World Series shirt after they win, throw it on his grave for a couple days, days then take it back. I get that. Yeah, whatever. I like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, like that, uh, they finally won. Here, yeah. here's a shirt. And Put I'm the gonna... W flag on the headstone. Just leave it there. Yeah, Pour right. The, the dude that owns the comedy club in Detroit, he's a really good dude, Mark Ridley. And uh, he, when they they stole some, uh, they sold some of the old stadium seats when they tore down Detroit Stadium. And he said it, and it's in his office at the club. And on opening day, every he said, I get a beer and I go in there and I I, I open the beer and I toast the chair and I feel like I'm here. We are, Dad. Well, he starts every season by a little. <laughs> All touch. right, but that's a story. He doesn't film it. He doesn't right. tell anybody. Yeah. He'll, he's probably Probably mad. I just told the story. I don't mind that people you know, do that. Type but that's of awesome. Stuff. No, I yeah. love shit like that. Right. But, but you this don't guy, need is, to, yeah. this guy uh, called the news. He he wasn't uh, fully prepared. He's he's got a, a radio. <laughs> Get a little TV for yourself, and not even a cooler with beer. Nothing. You know, I would have at least had a little party myself. I'm right. I'm wanting Florentine to go on the bang hot chicks at a grave tour. That's three miles from my house. I could easily, I could do it. I could do it by Sunday. I'll come out and film that. I'll be your videographer on that one. Uh, let's go to South Dakota. We rarely take phone calls from South Dakota. Let's say hi to Lee. Lee, welcome. Dig. Me up for the ball game. <laughs> Watching out. That's not bad. That's good. He got out just on that one line. That's all he needed. He didn't drag it out. He just said, like, here's the line, and I'm done. What's the fucking score? Get out of the fucking game out here. Nah, whatever. Whatever. And hey, we got a problem in New York City. We got yeah. some- is this breaking? Yep. Two NYPD sergeants shot in the Bronx? One in the head, one in the leg. Hey. Right. And you had two kids, uh, two students at Rutgers got stabbed, but they got the guy. Well, Rutgers is... All this afternoon. Rutgers is a scary place, man. It's... It's scary down there. Well, now, there's a couple blocks, but it's 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 like five blocks away from the university where it's right. scary. right. But, I mean, the kids are all going to, you know, downtown near the stress factory and all that. And, and you get off track a little bit. It gets a little scary and sketchy down there, no? Um, yeah. If, 
I mean, I haven't been there in a few years now. They're building it up, but there is a few better. blocks. Yeah, they're pushing it all out, but there is a few blocks. I don't know what happened with that. Was it a, some party or something like that? They and, just said that I think it happened during the daytime. Oh, really? This just happened. This happened today, too. This afternoon, you had the kids got stabbed at Rutgers. Right. They caught the suspect, and you now two cops in the Bronx get shot. Jeez. Wild afternoon. Uh, any other bad news, Stunt Brain? Not, you know, not much other bad <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry to be a killjoy here. The new Doctor Strange movie looks good. I think I'm going to see that this weekend to distract from all this crap. Oh, you get to go and see movies. Yes, How, I do. How's that? Now, it's good in the... Well, you know, no kids. So. Did you ever want to have kids? Uh, recently, yeah, I think, because I'm worried about who's going to take care of us when we're old. Oh, so only recently you recently you were like, oh, I wish I had kids yeah. now? But yeah, like you, I grew up in a house full of kids, nine kids in our family. I right. never got anything new till I moved away. Right. So it was always like, no, we're not doing this. But how do you know if you have a kid, he's going to take care of you? That's a good point. You That's... know what I mean? Like what happens if you get to that age of 80? He's like, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not changing your diaper. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I don't take care of my <laughs> mom. And you're like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have had you. I'm screwed now. Yeah. yeah. I don't take care of my mom. You don't? No. But any of your, any of your family? <laughs> does she need to be taken care of? Yes, yeah, does she want to be taken care of? Yeah, you're only shitty if Honestly, she needs I... you to take If she's fine Leave and self-sufficient. Leave me alone. Right. I don't want to go in there. Quit trying to change my pants. I think I'm she's... fine. <laughs> I think she's good. But my mom's fine. She's good. You know, but it, my mom's in a home now. I mean, they take care of her, I guess. Yeah. But do you go and see her? Do your brothers go and eh, see her? A couple times a year. Yeah. I check in. <laughs> you do it more than that. <laughs> I check in. Holidays? No. Nothing. Not really. Really? No. You uh, buy her a gift? You send her a card on her birthday? Uh, not the uh, last birthday. I got her like a couple wow. slices of pizza. Is it a that, place? Seriously? From, <laughs> is it far from you? How far is it from you? <laughs> on Long Island. Oh, so it's not that far. I think she's good. Well, I think we got her a blanket. Did you too. take her to the pizza place, or you, you, no, you no, grabbed a couple man. of slices, a couple slices and on the way and, to visit her, and, I, and we showed up. Waved them, and I got and I <laughs> no, got a nice Pepsi. No. She likes Pepsi. Really? Yes. Is it a place for mom? <laughs> What do you mean? That's that Joan London uh, commercial. You haven't oh, heard that? Really? No, There's that a, a whole line of homes for, because the men all die. The women outlive us. Sure. And there's a whole line of uh, old people's homes called A Place for Mom. A Place for Mom. Like a Buffalo Wild Wing. Yeah, kind of like that. A it's a service. It'll find a, a retirement place for your mom. Yeah. A, a Place for Mom. Wow. She's good. I think she's all right. You don't even care. Not really. <laughs> Does she ever say, like, when, how come I haven't seen you in a while? No, not really. When I show up, she's pretty happy to see us, and then that's uh, until next time. She doesn't call you? like my, If I don't call my no, mom I mean, every couple of weeks, my mom will bust my balls about well, your mom's, it, you know. How old's your mom? 83. My mom's, uh, I think, 79. All right, that's not much different. So, yeah, but she's she's far along. She's more far along than yours. Oh, you think? Yeah, right. man, she needs she needs uh, she needs care. Okay, yeah, Gloria doesn't need a lot of care. Gloria's see, that, fine. see, that's different, I guess. You know, she needs somebody to go with her to drive her back when she's you know getting her tires put on her car. <laughs> doesn't want to sit there for an hour. Does she drive? Yeah, oh, yeah, during the day she doesn't drive at night, but she drives during the day. Are you guys gonna have to have that? I hope she's she's cool. That moment I don't think where you so. go, all right, mom, give me the fucking keys. We, we, her dad, her dad made it till ninety three, and then uh, wow. he was in a horrible. Yeah, he and it wasn't his fault. The car accident was not his fault, and luckily he and his then wife, right, uh, was not my grandmother. He remarried at seventy three. He conned another lady into it, and uh, wow. they had a bad bad wreck, <laughs> and uh, and and that was we. And he knew it. The wreck was so bad, and even though it wasn't his fault, he went, all right, here, give me. I'm, I'm done. I'm my mom, and that's it. He wow. didn't pitch a fit. My mom and her like. 
like early early to mid sixties was getting in all sorts of you know car accidents right. before my dad died, and we had to finally have the moment like you can't fucking drive anymore. I remember one call. She calls us in Greenlawn, which was close to our house. I was in an accident. We get up there. The the car there's barely any pieces left of the fucking yeah, car. This was him, yeah. And, and she's on the side of the road, like, "Hi, Greg, hi," <laughs> all happy, and we're like, "What the fuck happened?" Right. She's like, "Oh, I pulled out, and I got T-bone, and just big chunks of the car are, are just all over the right. fucking place." And then there was nothing wrong with her or the other driver that she almost fucking killed by pulling out uh, out of nowhere. Ours was a power Alabama power company truck, so we got money. He got wow, yeah, wow, he got wow. But it was the same thing. They, my mom and my brother showed up, and they're like, "Good God." an old Volkswagen bug that had just been demolished by this big power company truck with a cherry picker on the back of it. And I don't geez, know. Old people so, survive crazy you know. car accidents. They don't tense up because that's what they that say. What Drunks and old people, they don't tense up when it's coming because when wow. you go tense, your your bones go through your so. sides. Right. Matt, Kathleen Madigan's uh, granddad, she used to hang out with him all the time. And her dad was worried that he was going to pitch a fit about the story. And when they and he came home one day, her dad, and said, wow, that went way better than I thought it was going to. I mean, he didn't even pitch a fight, nothing. He just handed me the keys and said, I understand, and no big deal. And wow. a couple of weeks went by, and Madigan was having lunch with her granddad, and he rolls up in a brand new car. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I, just, he goes the day, he goes I just handed him the keys and immediately went to the dealership and bought a brand new Cadillac. <laughs> and just never said shit about it. Just... He's like, I just let him think he won. And he's like, this is, and so Madigan knew about it. And so she, he's like, this is between me and you. And it was like six months before her dad finally figured out that his dad had just out him and went, and he's like, I'm old. I'm not stupid. I got credit. You know, my grandma was uh, driving in her eighties and uh, those rides were scary. She had cataract, uh, cataracts and sure. everything. And Jeez. she would drive from Wading River to back to Huntington, Long Island. And oh, wow. I remember those were white knuckle, you know, drives where you're just holding on to anything. Thing you can in the car, and she's just like you know nonchalant, no big deal. My mom's uh, 70, down the 79, road. she's still driving, yeah. no problem. Yeah, she'll pick me up from the airport. Yeah, my mom knows back dirt Fuck. roads to my brother's lake house. She knows like roads that aren't even numbered yet. And there's that used to be a hot dog stand, and they saw boiled peanuts right there. Take a lift, and you'll be in Waldo. Seventy nine's not that old anymore, though. <laughs> you know exactly. No. Eighty three's not that old, right? My my mom's an old seventy nine. Did you see the runway model dude that was eighty that was all over the internet? No, some dude. Oh uh, yeah, some dude just eighty is is, uh, is just ripped and he 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 walked the runway. There he is, right there. Let me see this. What? Yeah. That's an eighty year old. That's an guy? eighty year old dude. Yeah, China. Wow. Way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool, right? I would say that's pretty fucking cool. I mean, his face definitely looks eighty, but his body doesn't. Just stop the show with this. 80's the new 60, baby. An 80-year-old model reshapes China's views on aging. God, that's unbelievable. Good for him. All right, we got to take a break. We got Stunt Brain, Vic Henley, and Jim Florentine in the studio. Uh, Florentine, where are you going to be? Uh, tonight, I got show tonight this, and tomorrow night, Comedy Shop in Mount Arlington, New Jersey. And then I got a comedy special coming out December 9th. Nice. Yeah, A Simple Man, it's called. You can pre-order it. All the info's on my website, jimflorentine.com. Digital nice. download, stream, and all that Beautiful. shit. Beautiful. No middlemen. No, absolutely. No middlemen. Right to you, You got to own your stuff now, man. It's That's that's the model. I know. I lost that battle, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to own your content. Well, you, you have to have content before you own oh. it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 
I got a couple. I got a couple minutes after all these years. I got a couple minutes. <laughs> I'm channeling my inner Voss. That would be the Rich Voss comment right there. It's because you're a hack. He's never going to let one go by. In 1787, I'm told our founding fathers did agree to write a list of principles for keeping people I, I never heard that song. Yeah. Um, oh, That's all right. I, you know, I, I was listening to Ted Nugent at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Cat Scratch Fever, Motor City Madhouse. You never heard that song? No. I, maybe I did as a kid. I don't remember I, it, though, I at think all. you probably had to have. You just uh, had no reason to remember it. I was in Catholic school. I probably didn't play it. It wasn't a good education. Great White Buffalo. You know, phenomenal. Oh, God, it's a great song. I was wondering, I know. We, we, I remember going to my friend's house and he, because he's been listening to Double Live Gonzo. Yeah, one of the greatest live albums of all time. Sure. Yeah, and, and we, he'd gotten all the way down to that one. And we didn't, you know, we didn't know that much news anymore. But he came, he's like, you got to hear the Great White Buffalo. Right. And we were like, shit, dude. You're like 14 in his bedroom, all of a sudden. Like, this is the fucking best. Yeah. I wonder who he's voting for. So, who, Holl- who knew you? Yeah, yeah, that'd be, uh, yeah. I thought you meant my friend Mike Hollings. There's no, yes, no doubt. We, we can get no doubt. Out about Ted, yeah, yeah, of course, Trump. He's got to be Trump, right? But yeah, he's Trump. But yeah. I, I, I talked to him at the uh, the NRA convention last year, and he sat down. and I said, you know, I I saw you in San Antonio, and he goes, what year? And I said, I think, <laughs> oh I, th- this freaked me out. I said, I think it was seventy uh, six, spring of seventy six. We were at the arena. Bad Company opened. Uh, we opened for Bad Company, and they booed Bad Company off the stage. I had to come out and calm people down, and I went. How how did you know that? And his son said he remembers every oh, day of his life. Wow, he's one of those guys. Yeah. And it was freaky. He well, he said That's specifically awesome. every concert because he he got he came out and ripped the roof off the Alamo. Yeah. And then Bad Company came out and there's Mick Ralph's trying to sing back and they booing just booing. Yeah, that was a tough act. You couldn't follow <laughs> Nugent in his prime. And Nugent came out and went, everybody, calm down. <laughs> how do you boo Bad Company though? Come on. But Nugent had just destroyed the place. Right. That's the opening, but it was 76. It was uh, April or something of 76. Well, his energy, you can't, you can't uh, touch that. One of the first shows I went to was uh, Foreigner and Van Halen opening for New Gen. Grant Field is where Georgia Jesus. Tech used to play wow. college, where they used to play college football. Right. Outdoor concert. <laughs> and nobody, my, nobody could get a babysitter, so I got dragged along. <laughs> and my brothers took me. And yeah, What year was this? That was about 76, somewhere around. Yeah, well, Van yeah. Halen didn't yeah. come yeah, out until 78. Was no, so, okay, day. sorry. So, so probably about 78. Yeah, about 78. Wow. In there, yeah. Do you remember like the, the show? Oh yeah, I would know, um, weed everywhere outdoor, just craziness and just. <laughs> but Nugent, same thing. I, I thought Van Halen was amazing and Foreigner was great, and then holy shit, Nugent swings out in the loincloth on the vine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is great. Yeah, he was known for that for a while, you know, wasn't he? So good though, man. Yeah, right on. Um, there was something. That, oh, uh, follow me on Instagram, Opie Radio. Do you do the Instagram story yet, Jim Florentine? What do I what? Instagram story? What's in, no? I don't know what that is. I, I I'm on Instagram. Well, I mean, Instagram story is uh, basically Snapchat for older people. Snapchat is for teenagers. Yeah. Why, why are you shaking your head, Paul? It is the truth. <laughs> He's huh? chewing. Oh, you're just chewing. So you you can make quick little videos uh, about your day, and then 24 hours later, they're just gone on their own. 
Maybe you want to go to your father's grave and watch the World Series. Yeah, you could instead of gone in 24 hours of videos. Yeah, you could do a little video of us broadcasting right now, Florentine, and then it stays there for a little while, and then it goes away 24 hours from now. I, people don't know about Instagram Story yet. You told me about it last week. I haven't wandered over there yet. I love I don't know. it. I didn't know anything. I took a little video of my new office here at SiriusXM. They got you an office? Yeah. Where is it? Uh, I didn't see an office outside the elevator coming up. Well, <laughs> I saw a chair. I saw a chair there. Is that where it was? I saw a little notepad. <laughs> wow. Can you believe that happened? You're talking about the Howard? No, no, no. I oh, was actually talking no, about the Howard. No, I was just talking about <laughs> your office is oh, in that little God. lobby. All right. Yeah. Well, it's still uh, it's certainly funny, but I thought you were referencing I did the, too. No. the Howard Stern video. Oh, well, I, I'll I, take that laugh if that's where you guys, you guys well, thought it was I I had to spend a lot of time, uh, you know, outside the elevators waiting for him to pass by. So that's why that joke was even funny. Yeah, Howard put him in timeout a couple of mornings. <laughs> no, I actually. <laughs> Every day. I was, okay. I, was, I was going light with it. Fuck. <laughs> couple. I would. And uh, oh, all right. It's still funny. No, my my office is in the hallway. I'm dead serious. Yeah, you're at like one of these computers. Uh, right? I'm right over here in the corner. If you want to, you know, if you're ever by the dish farm. No, I'm serious. There's a dish farm that faces the southwest so they can pull in all these feeds. I don't know. Literally. I don't have an office. Meanwhile, you know, they just made the kitchen like six times bigger. (laughs) I've never seen more than three people in there. You really didn't have to do that. (laughs) Why did they do that? They're going to have concerts in there. giant. You can play tennis in there, uh, Mike. (laughs) We were talking about your nephew who's seven foot tall just killing it in tennis. He could could serve in that uh, area. It's that big. God, but, yeah, they could have made a little office in there. And they still don't have bottled water. They, they, they've they got a, a sub-zero Mac Daddy grocery Giant. store refrigerator right. system in there and not a goddamn bottle of water to be found <laughs> anywhere. It's a huge room <laughs> with, like, a little counter space. You know, Sunny D out the ass. Right. All day, oh, yeah. you want a Sunny D or a Mountain Dew or a salty no tables, pretzel No tables, no chairs. Yeah, so nothing, I, don't know, no. I don't know why the place is Florentine so big. Florentine is right. It's, if it's, you put a couple right. uh, tables in there, then maybe it would make sense. It's going to be a side stage at Bonnaroo next year. That's how <laughs> Much yeah. no, there's no tables in there because they don't want you lingering. Well, they want you to they take shouldn't. it back to your desk. Well, or, right. or in my nasty. case, to the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> the hall. <laughs> I don't have a place to put my stuff. I used to be able to come in here before the show, but Ron Bennington uses this studio before me. So he clears out at uh, 2.52, and then we come in like a NASCAR team. And then change it over really quickly. So it's kind of like every week the, they keep painting the floor a little bit smaller. What do you mean? They, they keep squeezing you? you didn't you, you have a space upstairs no. last time? Yeah, but the space upstairs is just stupid because you're away from everybody. And it's it's an office for people that come into town just for a couple days here and there. So it's it's shared with a whole bunch of people. There's got to be a space here. We we need to go I on an office it. safari. You, you were hanging out in my office today? The hallway. Yeah, that's my spot. Go check it out on my Instagram story. <laughs> I'm worried about the microwaves coming out of those dishes. I'm it's worried about my stuff, from office space. my stones. <laughs> How many years have you done radio? 30. That's why when people say, don't put your cell phone in your front pocket. Yeah, that's true. Because we've been doing this since what? I'm, I'm 30 years in as well. Yeah, Easy. but every other guy in my family has hair. And, you know, look. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got problems. Up yeah, there. I got issues. <laughs> really? yeah, it's gone. You, got, you think it's from the radio? Waves? I do, I do. I think oh, it's all from radio. Holy shit. <laughs> then what is it doing inside? Good, yeah, in good question. So, no, I'm excited because I'm not even joking. I found a spot. It's in the hallway. It's in the corner, Vic, if you want to visit I'm me. happy. 
Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I just, and there's two chairs over there. There's not much traffic down there. It's in a remote corner <laughs> no, of the hallway. I'm kind of <laughs> happy about this. I'm not even, I, I'm, I'm serious. You seem to be. Because I've been really. wandering around for the, uh, the last uh, month trying to figure out where I could just hang out before the radio show. Because you want to settle in and kind of look over show prep, read some newspapers, talk to the guys. And I finally found a spot. And it's close to the guys. Soon, huh? You're going to lose it soon. Why? Though. They're going to make that in another kitchen. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he said oops right after. Yeah, he did. Yeah. did. Uh, <laughs> Airbag deployed. <laughs> Paul, just make sure those two chairs are there every day. I can't guarantee that. I liked it. I sat there. I was looking down at uh, Times Square, and no one uses that that hallway near the window. So <sighs> I got a spot. It's sad. Wasn't there a it's... chair shortage too? Huh? Isn't there a chair shortage? Remember, you couldn't find a chair for the longest time. Well, I found these two chairs that are just sitting there, so I think that's they've been there for a while. I I am serious. That's going to be my spot now. Cool. And I'm pretty happy about it. I'll bring a lava lamp. Oh, that would be nice. A couple posters and stuff. Right, exactly. All right. Black light posters. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Everybody should bring something. Hang different. some be- you know, we could hang some beads from the ceiling so it actually has like an entrance. I think I'm going to like shut down that, that hallway on, yeah. the, on the two sides and then it'll officially be an office. There was a condo in Tulsa forever that, and then every, and the comics would go to a flea market at the end of the week and buy something shitty and leave it in the condo. So after a couple of years, <laughs> oh, it, was on, it was only decorated by shit the comedians had bought for two years. And it was amazing. That's yeah. funny. And everybody was fixated on different kind of Jesuses. There was a whole lot of Jesus. Right. And the there, comedians but, like sign there. No, you never do who bought what. You would just oh, see all this random even. stuff in there and it, it became a thing. And there was like a note on the table that said, if you have time, uh, wander down to the flea market see, on Sunday. That's a coffee some, table you know, book I would buy. And you could only spend you know, $5 cap was right. the most you could spend on Sunday. Yeah, I know. I'd never stay in that condo. You never did. It was the one. condos that I would stay in, like Norton would be there the week before and all the prostitutes and the hookers <laughs> and the massage piles would be all freaking highlighted. There'd be notes next to it and stuff like that. All pen- it would be Ratings. wide open. Yeah, <laughs> ratings and the, the, didn't call back. <laughs> Have to wait an hour. Send an ugly chick, you know, with notes. That's what I got. With notes for <laughs> yeah. equally good. I know, equally it helpful. Equally, helpful, yeah, yeah certainly. So, you know. uh, well, you you answered my question because the comedians' uh, condos. Uh, oh, do you God. guys leave notes for each other for real? I used to if occasionally, you know. If I knew yeah. if I knew Florentine was coming in, yeah. uh, I would leave something like he might like. Hey, I, dude, if you don't know this, there's a great metal bar right around the corner. Go over there. Oh, okay. And then also, you know, oh, uh, if I knew somebody was a weed head, hey, left a joint in the bathroom, open right. up the medicine cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> but only in the positive way. I wasn't in the shitty. You how, know, how many sabotager. comedians' uh, condos are out there? Jesus, there was one per club practically, wouldn't you say? Usually, yeah, around the still, whole country. Well, it was cheaper to rent the apartment and put the comics in there and have them be roommates for a week than pay three hotel rooms a week. Right. So it was strictly economics was how it all got started, and then it just and then everyone else said, "Oh, that's a that's good just idea." What we'll do. Some we of them would buy a house. Some of them would own a house or a townhouse. But were, was, were any of them actually good to go to? Where you were like, "Oh, right." I There's guess. one I just stayed in Phoenix. I think uh, uh, Chris just stayed there too. They, it's right across the street from the comedy club, and it's in this really nice kind. And there's only it's only like half full. It's got a beautiful pool and stuff like that. I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, but the, I, usually I don't stay in them. So what? You, you buy your own hotel? No, room? I just no. It's in the contract where I get a hotel. Oh, okay. Oh, they must be mad at that. No, because they get a hotel for like they get a yeah. discount rate for like seventy bucks a night. You're right. there for three days. It costs them two hundred ten bucks. Right. Okay. The so improv- it's not that bad. The Improv in Chicago when it was open for a minute, uh, they had one. Uh, they had two on the forty third floor of this high rise. It would just be like having a fabulous hmm. New York City apartment, you know. And then there was one in. Uh, 
South Carolina where the dude, the club owner was getting a divorce and uh, he didn't want his wife. <laughs> so they, he, he liked to keep his, he moved out and she moved out and then he turned their home into the condo <laughs> and, it was, and it was the greatest condo ever because it used to be their home. So there was a pool, a deck, a grill. The word got out like, get to Greenville and do the punchline before it gets <laughs> fucked up <laughs> because someone's going to ruin this. Jim will tell you, the comedians will ruin something good in a second, well, even if it was nice to start with. That's sad. There's one that uh, this condo that I stay in, and uh, there's a pool right out back, and there's hot chicks that live in this complex. It's in Texas, so you could just you know whack your bag right at the window and down at the pool. <laughs> right. It's beautiful. Yeah, I know where he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly where he's yeah. talking about. It's a man. <laughs> yes, I totally know which what he's city. Talking about. Do the girls know though? Is the question? No, <laughs> okay. no, they have no idea. They have, they've been providing years of happiness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all like nines at the pool, and yeah. you're like you're like ten feet away from. Yeah. Yeah, hot just peeking chicks. out the curtain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, take this phone call. Uh, let's say hi to JT in Jersey. What's up, JT? What's up, guys? Hey. Uh, I got a question for uh, Florentine. Yeah. If it's, like, really fucking hot outside, is it all right to take a job with your shirt off? Great question for Florentine. Is it right to take a job with your shirt off? No, take a jog. If, oh, a jog. Go for yeah, a absolutely. Because it's hot out. Yeah. What? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's people that tell me it's like the douchiest thing a guy can do. No, if you do it in the gym, if you work out in the gym and you have your shirt off, that's a douchey move. I don't think I see guys in the gym. In the CrossFit gyms, they do it all the time. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. They do, yeah. Are you They're, in a CrossFit gym? Huh? Are you in the CrossFit? I got Please. I would <laughs> <laughs> just say that, you know, I fucked your mother once and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would take less offense to that. No, I'm not in a fucking But how did you gym. know? How did you know? I, you know, I do research. It's okay. out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they take their shirts off. They take their shirts off. Yeah, they work out with the shirt. Yeah. All right. No, no, it's not. I used to I used to landscape down in Florida. I would take my shirt off just to get a tan. You know, just mowing lawns and shit like that. No, and you're gonna go out for a jog if it's hot. Absolutely. Well, you gotta not. even out that tan. Yeah. You don't want the farmer's tan. Of course. If you got a job outside. You all right, JT? You good? Yeah, man, that really uh, cleared a lot of issues up for me. And I- <laughs> <laughs> we should play Ask Jim Florentine. <laughs> Certainly. Why not? Because there are things, man, I-, I find myself doing, and I'm like, God, thank God Florentine's not here right now. WWJD. Okay, I got to try to remember a couple. I usually have one or two every time you're here. Yeah. But there's always something like, oh, fuck. Your pumpkin beer? Because it's, it's in season now? I'll be honest with you. I've been trying to find a pumpkin ale. I, I, I haven't found one I really like. When this yeah, shit, yeah, that, when, yeah, yeah. There's a reason for that. Why they all stink? I know this one. What about Scrapple? Oh wait, we had a pumpkin ale last. Ah, scrapple ale. No, there's a Scrapple ale no. now from Dogfish. Really? Yeah. A Scrapple ale. Dogfish came out with a Scrapple they, ale. They, a meat flavored so beer. Getta. Getta is the <laughs> other version of Scrapple. All right, I, I haven't seen. All right, that. Let's slow down with this though. A meat flavored beer. Yeah. There's bacon vodka. That's been around for a while yeah. now. I've got no problem with that. I had a I had a pumpkin ale with uh, Henley last Friday when we went out to eat. Yeah, Were you guys was... nude? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a vodka soda. Yeah, that's, why, that's why Vic took a shower today. He's like, oh, we got something going on. I'm going to take my hat off. I'm going to do my hair. I'm going to come in in a good mood. <laughs> I do believe we shared a bottle of apple cider, my friend. We did. We did we share a bottle. A, we shared a bottle of apple, of apple cider. cider. That's that really? That's true. Oh, do you boy. have two straws in it? Oh, God. Why did I bring that up? <laughs> it was like Lady oh, and the Tramp with the spaghetti. Why did I bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> 
And the, then I, I the would Stefano try to man was there. Throw I, him under the bus. And the Stefano, I, I try to man up and then make it more manly. And then that's when I was hunting out a pumpkin <laughs> ale. <laughs> that's how bad it was. And I didn't like the pumpkin ale. I, I, I tried, though. You, Mom, yeah, you don't I'm like any of those flavored beers. I, I was I went to a beer distributor last weekend. I was telling the guy I fucking hate IPAs because I'm always uh, looking for something new and different. I don't like IPAs. They're tart for me. I'm, I'm not tart, a fan. They're too yeah. strong. I don't. Do you like the IPAs? They're all right. Yeah, you know. I'm not a fan, if man. Nothing... I know it's taking over the world, but I just don't like them. Do you like them, Vic? My buddy Jackie Flynn calls them Hoppy McFucks. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> everyone seems to like them. <laughs> it's funny to hear Kevin Flynn's mother repeat that. She's 83 as well. And she's like, yeah. she's like, did you hear Jackie say, go get me a couple more of those Hoppy McFucks? And I'm like, this kitty. <laughs> Too good. I got friends that only drink Bud and Coors Light. If I have anything else in my house, it's not worth the abuse. Because it'll be for three straight hours. Really? Yeah, you get pounded. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, that's that's where I grew up. I'm going to come over to your house with a nice reds. Mm. Six pack of reds. <laughs> Do strawberry ale. You're going to you're gonna have to sit there and take it. Oh, but I'll enjoy my beverage. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Adams, cherry wheat. He should show to, up with that. I used to like cherry wheat. Yeah, show up with that. That'll be perfect. I used to like the cherry wheat. You don't do the reds, strawberry ale? <laughs> look at his face. Like this is radio. This face. is radio. Sorry. Yeah, I don't like the looks. You can't. All right. The, I'm trying to find words to show the level of disgust that's that why. he's giving you right now. It's a stink it's eye. Not, I don't know what was even... worse when Stump Rain said, do you CrossFit or do you drink cherry reds? <laughs> I don't know which I was offended by more. <laughs> well, the funny thing, I'm, I'm happy to be sitting here like, don't they know who he is? Do you not know you who see the look he gives, to? right? Yes, I just saw It's that. really uncomfortable. No, it was awesome. I have that same uncomfortable feeling when he's a hundred miles away. I'll be doing something and go, oh, Florentine would not be happy with this right it's, now. I'm telling you, it's, it's what the bracelets originally stood for. What would Jim do? <laughs> you know, you could put out an app and people could just put in pale ale or whatever. And what does Florentine say? And no. it's just you shaking your head. That, would be, that should be a Florentine app. You're, I like that. You're I like absolutely that idea. missing out. You're missing out because you are the would one buy that. guy that I'm right. like, oh, fuck Florentine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what he would say about this. Correct. I'm trying to remember some of the things. The it, Florentine Index. Me. That's no, what we need. Because some guys send me an email because I make fun of people's Facebook posts. I do it on my podcast. And some guys right. send me an email. I'm a huge fan of yours. And I, and I have to admit, I posted the douchiest Facebook post ever. Even my wife was on me and just pounded away at me. She's like, you have to send that to Jim. You have. So he sent it over. It's really bad. So I'm going to make fun of my next <laughs> podcast. But he's like, I felt so bad. This is the worst thing. I have to send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> because my wife just made me. <laughs> there you go. That's that's one of my go-tos. The red strawberry ale red, six pack. Uh, Seriously? Really? Red strawberry really? ale. <laughs> I'd rather have a Bud Light Limerita. What are they out of Zima? Those are good. I, I, I like the Shit, Limerita. Don't look over here. Do. Don't look over there. Those are good. I'm with you on the on the. What are they called again? Limerita. Limeritas are all right. No. They're good. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. The Reds, I was buying them for my wife. That, that's something yeah, she right. likes. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you were buying it for you. I know. I know Obi's wife. She's from Philly. Philly chicks. Just give me. A, give, yeah, give me a fucking Bud in a can or a Coors Light, a Bud Light. Philly girls are Bud Light girls. I was gonna throw myself under the bus, Mister Florentine. <laughs> All right, okay. That's how it. That's how it started. Okay, I wasn't sure. That's how it started, and then I started getting two six packs. One for her. One for me. Ah, yes. Uh, what? Uh, Eric, I was just telling you which lines to go to. Uh-oh. Oh, which line? Six. 
They all want to ask Florentine something? Uh, See, this, this app could make money. Right, where, where they want to ask Florentine or they want to talk about beer. All right, where are you at with the sodas? The hard Which, sodas. You mean the hard sodas. What's the one company, Eric? Do you know? There's a few of them. Did, are you thinking it's about an orange, an orange soda they got. They not got, your dad's root beer is one. Dad's root beer no, is one. There's a, Coney Island that has one. No, it's a particular company, and they're really pumping up. Henry. Yeah, Henry. The hard, the Henry. Hard, Henry. Henry soda, right? They have the hard orange, and they have the hard black cherry. Right. They just came out with the hard black cherry soda. They're not good. I've got a hard black no, cherry I right tried now. No, I tried the uh, Henry uh, orange soda. That one's pretty good. No. No, not at all. If you if you want cherry soda, just drink a cherry coke. Well, and a hard a hard, soda's uh, hard ginger ale. What or, about not your father's root beer? That's good for one, and then you can't. Drink I the agree rest with of you. It. The it's aftertaste a, on it's rough. a novelty, and that's it. You could have one and go, "Wow, this is weird." It really that's how like, like some beer. of the flavored beers are. You drink one, and it's like, ah, can you really sit and drink ten of them? Mm, right. Uh, honestly, no. Like but the I'm strawberry aloe. I'm not really a big drinker. All right, but if though. you're gonna do, if you're gonna if you're on vacation at the beach, you feel like having ten over the course of the day. What are you gonna drink? I'll tell you, I would go uh, Corona Light. Okay, right, but something, yeah, something That's normal. Where I like not, Corona Light though. I like Red Stripe because it, I like all Mexican beers. I can yeah, pound Red Stripes like it's yeah. a light beer and it's yeah, yeah it's a full body. That's beer, my go to. So. But but the basic beers like Budweiser and all that never got into that. Uh, my my gang down there in Philly, they all drink Miller Light. I just. Uh, I'd rather not drink almost. You know, I like it's tough to drink. I'd rather have a Corona than a, a Miller Lite. I'll sit with uh, with anybody with a Corona before I just sit there and have a Miller Lite with you. Victoria's a good Mexican beer also. Really? If you ever had one of those, yeah. I like it better. I don't know if I've had that. It's got a little more flavor to it, a little more Sam Adams-y. Well, you're ish. the guy that likes the lime margarita I, I like thing. anything. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. lime margarita. That's right. <laughs> right. I'll drink moonshine that's been run through a carburetor. How about uh, Miller Genuine Draft? Uh, MGD. That's, the, that's yeah. the official beer of Dennis Falcone. What, MGD? <laughs> Is it? Of course, Thumperin's going to say it. <laughs> of course. Now, he's the one who told me about it. Uh, moonshine? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Rough. Sure. Rough. Yeah, I got some moonshine. Yeah, totally. That's just not fun. If you can trust the source, it's great. Right. Exactly. What makes it great? It's Because it's, it's not poison. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can still see afterwards. <laughs> well, I got it from Marilyn Manson, so I don't know if I could trust the source. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. How, how did it taste? It's brutal. How'd this come yeah, up? Moonshine Tell this story. Yeah, I've hung with him before, you know, backstage okay. and stuff, and he was on that metal show. Right. And he brings his absinthe with him, but, you know, there's another time. I don't know where it was, but he had some moonshine, and we took some backstage. So you've done the absinthe with him as yeah. well as the yeah, moonshine? Yeah, yeah. Did you like You that? have to. If you're hanging out with Marilyn Manson, He's an absinthe guy. Yeah, there's no fucking pumpkin ales in his dressing room. Right. That's Does he do the sugar cube and the whole thing? No, the, there's just a out of a like Yeah, there is a, there's a, a process with absinthe. Had that in New Orleans yeah. at a place. Wait, crazy. First of all, could you uh, explain what it is? Because I'm not totally sure I know. Absinthe, it's a wormwood liqueur that was banned you know, in France because they said people were getting addicted to it. It's supposed to have hallucinogenic properties, okay. which is also maybe yes, maybe no. Right. That's always been debatable. But poets and writers and weirdos, there was a time where they, it came about because the French Foreign Legion and I think were, uh, they would take some with them to put it in water because it would purify the water so they could drink it, okay. was what I think. Again, right. I, I got a friend who's crazy about all this stuff, but uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, that's what it's absinthe. So and, it's and then, you, and then there's a way of drinking it? You're supposed to, yeah, you're supposed to, it comes out of a decanter and you drain it over a cube and you put this in seltzer put the water and you stir on it, it, it. Yeah, and, and there's a they, whole, yeah. it's like 19 steps. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a buddy who's one of the people who's obsessed yeah. with how you make that. Correct. Is you it put good? the cube in. Yeah. It's, it's powerful and potent yeah. and it tastes like, like, uh, it's licorice. licorice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's licorice. Yeah. It's like anise flavored. Yeah. Right. 
But yeah. I don't know if it actually. But it's supposed to make you trip. That's the yeah. myth, that's the myth of it is you get a little alcohol and a mushroom. Buzz. You couldn't get it here for a while. Yeah, it the was longest time. It was, it was banned. banned. Yeah, that's the whole thing. So if you got it, somebody was selling it in Europe and they sneaked it in. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, when I was in college, we did moonshine a couple times. So you needed a lot of mixer to make it taste like anything. Well, it's because it's grain, basically. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> it's ever clear. Out of the tub. I was never going to drink it like just straight. God, it's homemade. Everclear. Horrendous. Yeah. It was like that grain alcohol. Yeah, oh, Everclear, yeah. 180 proof. Yeah. Yeah. There was a double. Uh, there was a vodka, Russian vodka. We said. I get. I'm trying to remember what proof it was. It was off the charts, and that was brutal too. You always had to just drown in a mixer. All right, this guy wants in. Where is he? Uh, Kevin in Houston. Uh, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, boys, how you doing? Uh, we're good, man. Good. So there's this uh, local brewery in Houston. It's been open for about five years, called Carbach, and became hugely successful. Very, very popular. I mean, big cult following. Well. And they announced yesterday that they got bought out by Anheuser-Busch, and the entire beer snob community has completely turned on them. I mean, just like flipping on the light switch. I mean, it's pretty yeah. amazing. They do have some really good beers, but... It sucks like when the big guy comes in and takes over this company that was just a very, you know, a special, special thing. Yeah, Stella bought Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, Eric? No, it doesn't. <laughs> why, does it, why doesn't it suck? Here's the beer guy. Yeah, here's the beer man. Because don't they fuck with the formula or the, and and just fuck up the whole product you know in what? the end? At that point, who cares? Because when you're a, a craft beer guy, it's difficult enough to get into this oversaturated <clears throat> industry. And if you built up a reputation and built a product that people love and a corporation wants to come in and, and buy it and and then continue doing it. What craft brewer is going to say, no, I'm not going to take your money and, yeah. and, and live a, a good life and maybe open up another craft brewery with a different no, thing I, or something I, like that? It's like, but it's like, it's like knowing a band and then they sell out, man. <laughs> well, the, the, um, I know you're not an IPA drinker, Opie, but, and I know Eric can probably back me up. Ballast Point, which is out, out of uh, San Diego, California. I love Ballast Point. They make some of the Best damn beers that you will ever, ever find. I tried. And they got bought out. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. They got bought out by a brand called Constellation Brands. And the two guys that started this in, I think, 2001, 2002, they sold the company for a billion dollars. Wow. A billion. That's crazy. I I, I don't like. I tried Ballast Point. They have good sculpins. They're great. I hate their sculpins. They have a they have a um a grapefruit sculpin. That's what I just said. Yeah, it's very. I good. hate that fucking beer. I, what's, what's a, a sculpin? sculpin? I don't <laughs> know. The they, Why is there grapefruit in beer? That's what I want to know. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> All right, later, boys. I'm so angry. I love it. <laughs> it should be. No, someone. <laughs> it's it angry. That's a Jim, T-shirt. Yeah. Jim's Magic Eight Ball. Someone Paul posted it a minute ago. It should be. Jim's Magic 8-Ball. Just ask the Magic 8-Ball whatever you want. You're not capitalizing on this. you get a Florentine answer. I'm, I'll think I about really, it. Yes. You're just not because you're the go-to guy it's for all It's a Florentine index. I'm it telling is. you. It there's money like in the it. Florentine I like index. It. Uh, let me go to Eric in Colorado. Eric. Hey, uh, oh, I thought your drink of choice was the Bikini Teeny. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. What's that? Really? Do yeah. I have to tell this story again? Oh, that's, the, that's the nozzle on the douche hose. And that's I'm, what it is. I'll make sure to put the original story on the podcast next week. All right. Wait, you guys don't know the Bikini Teeny story? I don't know Bikini Teeny. I have to tell it again? No. Yes. Sure, why not? Not one guy in this room knows. No. Oh, fuck. Do you know, Jim? I I, I would have probably stopped doing the show if I heard this before. <laughs> 
I've been with my uh, I've been with my wife twelve years, married eight in uh, wow in a couple weeks. Wow, a couple weeks, my fuck. All right, yeah, I write that figure, down. I, oh shit, I got to figure something out for that. And as you pointed out, she's from Philly, and they're you know they're they're, they're tough down there. They're rough. A lot of blue collar people, and they like just like their Miller Lights and their Phillies, and that is it, man. And when you uh, when you date a girl in Philly, you got to you got to meet the whole neighborhood, and they all have to approve. You have to right. you have to get a lot of okay, sure. okay's from the neighborhood, not just the family. So anyway, fast forward, we're we're down in the uh, the Outer Banks on vacation. And we all go out to dinner. They don't know me that well yet. Maybe a year. Maybe. And, you know, it's time to order drinks. And it's like right around the table. It's like Miller Lite, Miller Lite, Budweiser, Heineken. My wife, uh, I'm sure she said something like Heineken, got to me and I ordered a bikini teeny in front of these. <laughs> was it on the, was it on the special drink? Oh, menu it, or nice, it came in like a, in, in one of those fancy <laughs> <Okay>. specialty <laughs> mugs. Look at the Wait, wait, it looks right uh, through you. I want to know I what, Vic, tell the whole story. What'd you, what'd you start with, you dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that made it less masculine. Yeah. No, <laughs> I believe that one came in a ceramic um, shark. I might be mixing up my uh, my fruity drinks, but I think it came in a like a shark. Was it? Like, I can't even what talk. It? No, was, it, was, it, was, it, was it on the menu? Yes. Oh, okay. He, yeah, Where did you come up with it? That's what I'm saying. He saw it on the table tent. Is what I'm guessing. I'm a sucker for a drink menu, <laughs> and you saw. I'm it. a sucker for everyone else is like they know they just sure. want their beer, and I'm like, no, man. Let's see what kind of drinks they got. Yeah, I don't want to inter, inter, uh, and, insult the bartender. I'll right. have the house drink and and the fruitier. Teeny, teeny. And I'm not looking over here. The fruitier, the better. <laughs> the fruitier, the better at times. So I order a bikini teeny. I had to say it in front of everybody. Oh. I've never let it down. Sure. And I have never I'm let sure this they, one I'm down. I'm surprised they hadn't given you that on a t-shirt for Christmas. <laughs> that would be a stocking stuff for oh, no, you and my family. It I became, certainly... uh, one year it was an ornament. Oh, we had, okay. we had see, ornaments every Christmas, see. and they did a special bikini uh, ornament. Yeah. Had to. Was so. there a second one? What do you mean? The second bikini team yeah, that night? Yeah, of did course. They, oh, really? You stayed they with were it? Delicious. Did they stay? Did they start hammering yeah. you right away, or did they wait till the end of the they night? They hammered me. Said it was the second one. Yes. Yeah. What a shock! They weren't out of them. <laughs> they were the only one ordering. <laughs> what a shock! Why does he get we have, so we mad? Have, we have plenty of that. Right of the lights and Bud Lights, because people from Philly here like to drink beer and have a good time. They're, I mean, they're ordering like, got all the bikini teenies you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a cement mixer. You sure you weren't sitting with a bachelorette party when you ordered that? <laughs> they rang a bell in the kitchen. Ding, ding, ding. Bikini teeny. Somebody. All, all somebody. Their, all their beers came in a can. Yeah. I got with fancy umbrellas sure. and shit. And to this day, it happens when me and my wife go out, the drinks come to the table and they're always giving my drink to her. Because they just assume. They're like, this has to be for the lady. Do you remember the first joke that was thrown at you when you ordered that from the table? No, it's been so many but years. It, but it was something like pretty oh, much. Yeah. yeah, of course. They're Philly guys, of course. Do you remember what relative it was, even though you might not remember? It was all the... of them. It was my father-in-law, my so somebody, who my, launched, my wife. Who I launched think first? Probably what... my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looked at me like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> well, you know that opened the floodgates, too. That yeah. told the family, you yeah. have Adam. That's nice. But oh, time, sure, right. Yeah. Every time I go to Philly, I mean, I, you know, there's a beer fridge down there, and it's got the Miller Lights, It's got, and there's always a little something for me. <laughs> so you, it's not that bad down there. It's you like order. He's, he's like a kid with allergies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got to eat the special food. 
<laughs> oh, he's coming over. Greg's shelf yeah. is the lower he's got shelf. A, he's got a real beer ad- uh, allergy, so <laughs> let's give him a pumpkin so ale. When, when, you, when you placed the order, did everybody in the family look at your wife like this? Yeah, they were like, what the fuck? Home. What the fuck? You couldn't fall in love with a fucking union guy? <laughs> you get the benefits. You get the benefits when you fall oh, in love fuck. with a union guy. You know how many guy. pipe fitters are, are <laughs> loving you? You had to find this fucking guy, this shock, this shock jock, mm-hmm. drinking bikini titties. Yeah, that didn't even go together. No. Uh, where are we going, Eric? Six, you said? All right. Let's say hi to Randy in, oh, North Carolina, of all places, where the Outer Banks is. I got to get back down there. Fuck. That's beautiful down there. It is gorgeous. I love it. Randy, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, boys? Hey, man. Uh, I think we're all forgetting a staple in the adult beverage industry, and that is the very hardcore Mike's Hard Lemonade. I'm in. Been around. I'm in. And one of my brother-in-laws is now in. He does the Mike's Hard Lemonade. Th- those are good if he you put, like... He came out of the closet. so mad. I'm going to say it every time. <laughs> Why do you look like that when you say it? <laughs> it's funny and real at the same time. That's why you got something here that you got to capitalize That's why on. it's real funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. I think he does the Black Cherry. You do the Black Cherry, Randy? Oh, you know it, buddy. All right. <laughs> yeah, which bathroom are you going in North Carolina? <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, hey, well topical. done. Bring well done. Together. I like that. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Being very uh, current and topical. Uh, let me say hi to Steve in Philly. Uh, Steve, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. How's it going today? Hey, good. I got a question for Jim. Uh, Jim, what... What's your feeling on adult Halloween parties, like you know, costume parties? I don't mind them. I, wow. I'm supposed to. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's surprising to me. You had a bunch of like thirty year old dudes just trying to outdo each other and paint their faces. I think that's kind of gay. It, well, yeah, I could see your point, but you know, a lot of chicks will dress up really sexy. Girls that you haven't seen yeah, wear that's... stuff like that. They'll wear like a nurse's outfit or something yeah. like that. So There's you nothing get nothing wrong with that. You get a look at your girlfriend or your wife's friends, right? When they usually don't yeah, dress like that. Yeah, that's the problem. When you when when you guys were when we were eighteen, that's cool. But when we're thirty five and everybody's got three kids, it blows. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I don't have an argument for this one. Wow! But I don't have a problem with it. I don't know. It's like, all right, you get dressed up, you know. Well, because you're caught up hang in, out with in, some friends. You're caught up in the sexiness of what the the women are wearing. So that that's tricking your mind a little bit. Paul Paul wants to know what about, what about couple couple costumes? couple costumes when you decide together to go as Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, something. I don't like that. Yeah. So you're okay with the the, the the adult costume, but not couple costume. I don't know. It's I don't I don't. I don't it doesn't really bother me that much. Right. Isn't there always one woman, one wife at the party who is really sexy, and everyone, all the other women are like, I can't believe she wore that. Sure. Oh yeah. There was. I, I was at a party once, and I remember the one dude. He was so mad because it was his wife, and you can see everything. <laughs> everybody is looking. Then, so, you can see everything. 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 And so by the end of the night, he's had so many beers, he's just yelling out loud. Anybody hadn't seen my wife's pussy? She's in the kitchen. <laughs> she just had on. This, it was too scanty, and then whenever she turned one way or the other, everybody was like, "Hey, all right." See, that makes it all worth it. <laughs> one of the best Halloween parties I've ever been to. Uh, I'll never forget him screaming out at the, the end first of the night. one. I, the first one I went to as an adult. I 
remember it was right after the OJ mo- murders, and I wore an OJ mask, and I wore a white T-shirt with blood all over it. I put Nicole in the back and number 32 and blood <laughs> and fake blood, and nobody talked to me. My my girlfriend at the time was so mad. Like, I, I go, if you're going to force me to go to this party, is what I'm doing. I just wore the OJ, and I drank beer out of a fucking OJ mask, and it didn't have any fruit in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to uh, I don't know. Is this George? It looks like in Saratoga. Oh yeah. What's up, George? Hey, what's going on? Try. Uh, I know you guys said you weren't in IPAs, but you got to try uh, Heady Topper. It's from Vermont, and uh, the other one is Sip of Sunshine from Connecticut. Mm. You got to try those. And the other thing, Florentine. The other day, I'm at the fucking gym. I'm working out, getting a good pump on. Everything's good. And at the very end, I flexed my muscles and looked into the uh, mirror, and I heard your voice saying, why are you doing that? <laughs> See? And I, I swear to God, I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> There's a nap. Yes. I'm telling you. We need a computer programmer to call in and we help us We just need a this. developer. Yes. We'll cut we you need. in. We got the idea. Yeah, we got the idea. All right, right. Someone, someone email me. I don't know how to do this tech stuff, but I'll just I'll answer the questions. That's all you got to do, right. We could we should answer a few more here on the show. Let's get it going here. Uh, let's see. Uh, how about right. how about the twisted tea? I'm sure this is the same answer. The the spike. The you know they're doing that now. The twisted no. tea's pretty good. There's there's a there's a beverage you can get the twist. There's there's tea flavored liquor that they've pumped up somehow. Tea flavored vodka, and then there's also twisted teas, which is yet another of one. I'm sure the you're going to love are this. Pretty good. To me, this screws up two things. Because I like I like tea and I like liquor. And putting them together ain't working for this me. This is a bad no. idea. No. Right? It's Same working. thing with fruit drinks and beer. I don't, I don't like them together. Well, I, I, I'm a purist. I, I love my sugar. Well, I like the sugar, too. Look, I, I just I, finished the Red Bull. I try every day to, to avoid it, but I don't know. My alcohol, I like Yeah, it's like, you know, when sweetness. someone hands you a shot, it, oh, it tastes like vanilla cake. I'm like, I don't eat fucking vanilla cake. <laughs> <laughs> at a birthday party. Why am I having one at a fucking <laughs> bar? <laughs> They're not doing this to tequila, are they? That's how you know. That would be in that right there. Just that sentence. That's all. Case flavor shots. We need 150 of those, and we're good. You need 150 of those, and and then yeah, and then by the time we can re up after the first 150. Am I the only one that said, "Oh, that sounds kind of no"? You know, am I the only one? You looked a little wanton for a Jolly Rancher. (laughs) A shot of vanilla cake. Yeah. It tastes just like chocolate covered cherries. Yeah, you don't want to mix that stuff if you're drinking beer with some kind of shitty, shitty shot like that. Just do a shot of like regular vodka, I, chilled or whatever like that. You don't want to mix that stuff because then it fucks up your stomach and you ruin yeah. yeah. it. Awful don't drink, hangover I, in the morning. I mean, to get serious for a second, I don't drink that much. So I think my fruity drinks is because I try to avoid the dessert and I'm still craving the fucking sugar. I got you. Ought to have a Maker's Mark uh, vanilla so, milkshake. Then you should a little. Oh God, I would love it. It's delicious. I would yeah. love a milkshake right now. Maker's Mark and Haagen Dazs. Make it's a vanilla. Bourbon? You make a little bourbon milkshake. I've had wow, that. I've had really? that as a dessert. And, and, just, and as soon as I drank my dessert, I went, I need seven more of these. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Uh, let's see. Let's. Wow, the phones are lit. Where do we go? Let's try uh, Phil in Pennsylvania. Phil, go ahead. Yeah, I got to ask Jim, what do you think a bunch of, bunch of farmers, I'm a dairy farmer, and I drive truck on the side with extra money, and... We all sit around a bonfire. I make, uh, I got an old recipe from my grandfather for making moonshine and bourbon. 
and I make a batch of bourbon, and they all come over, and we drink. And my newly son-in-law decided he was going to hang out for me. He's from Connecticut. So after drinking a couple glasses of it, he had a couple glasses. One of my buddies turned around and told him, ask him if he could squeal like a pig. Do you want to see a guy sober up real fast? <laughs> so what, what, what's, what's the, the question? question? How do you feel about deliverance reenactors? Anything gay is funny. You save that. It's not pretty. You save and Jim, and Jim, I like this. I got a forty-five seventy breech load sharps rifle, and we're drinking. Oh. And every time we take milk jugs, fill them up with water, and we go about six hundred yards and shoot at them. And it's it's almost like a beer game, but we did with the moonshine. Every time you miss, you had to drink a glass of moonshine. Jesus. 600 yards, you're missing just about everything, aren't you? <laughs> Especially after a few moonshines. Well, I got I got over 100 acres and stuff, wide open territory, so it ain't going to hurt nobody. But I woke up the next morning, and there was a few people sleeping in my vegetable garden. <laughs> how, many, right. how many How many moonshots, like shots of moonshot before people, like you're throwing up? You're basically passed uh, out, blacked out. Well, Two, three? We're kind of pickled, so we're kind of used to it. But the son-in-law, he had, he said he was going back to the motel, and he called us up on his cell phone about 10 minutes later. He couldn't find where he was going. And he found out he was a quarter mile down the road, down in the, in the middle of a field. He didn't know how to get out of it, and it was wide open. So we brought him back to my place, and... Fucked him in the ass? <laughs> no, no, no. Just put no, 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 no. What state no. are you in, sir? Pennsylvania. Yeah, nope. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we do that every, every time I make a batch. I got a, a hand recipe from, oh, God, it's got to be over 100 years old. Yeah, that's cool. That I, and I got that when he, my father had it, and... When he passed away, I got the still. It's a small still. And I just set it up and make a batch a couple times a year. How's it work? How much it comes out of a small still? How small is it? I think, and now you're listening uh, to yourself on the radio, or is that the CB? We no, the what you see on the TV are good size ones. Huh? Mine's like two, two-thirds smaller than that. Yeah. The ones you see on the TV, they're big ones. They're mass production sites. All right. This one's here. I can make a batch, and I'll get about my first batch. I'll get maybe a gallon or two. Okay. Oh, it's really yeah. small. Yeah, that's a tiny. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, yeah, it's a home still. Well, listen, uh, we gotta we gotta go. We gotta go to break here. There, uh, Phil. Dude, hey, Phil, do you make, right. Phil, do you make any bikini teenies on that farm? <laughs> oh, we, we can put fruit in for them. Why? Yeah. We can always bring, oh. we can always bring Opie out there, open oh, his shit. eyes up a little bit. Don't <laughs> no get it. It's not his eyes he's worried about. I know. <laughs> All right, Phil, thank you, buddy. All right. Uh, we got to go. Uh, let me just say there was one more here. Which one was it, Eric? Six. Uh, yeah, like six and seven. We uh, we might squeeze it. Yeah, let's try to squeeze it in a couple more. Uh, John in Nevada, what's up? Or New York. John in New York, what do you got? Yeah, John, Saratoga. Hey, Florentine, I say it twice in Saratoga. You're great. What Thanks. do you think of these guys jogging in there, like Under Armour uh, tights without a shirt long enough to cover, you know? Ugh. 
Oh yeah, stretchy pants. The bicycle shorts is yeah. what asking. I think. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I, I look. You'll approve of this one. I really like biking. Right. I don't wear. Yeah. I don't wear Lance Armstrong shit. Baggy all the way. What is exactly. the fear, what is the fear behind the tight stuff? Is it because they look? They're like this compression it's pants. Cause, it's because you want to show your dick and balls off. I don't think that's on the label. <laughs> it's inferred. <laughs> Explain another reason for wearing those. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really see that. There is no reason to wear them if you're a guy. The, you know, the girls still like the. You I know. wear if it's a. I, uh, I wear I wear sweats and I wear baggy shorts when I bike. I've never worn anything like tight like that shit. But I see these guys running with the long ones, you know, the like leg, like girls wear the leggings, you know, the tights, which is quite sexy, I might add. But, but, I, but, then again, but, but I mean, then again, if you got a really good body, you're showing it off. But who are you showing it off to? Because I think the women are looking at you like, what an idiot. I don't who knows. Uh, yeah, this, that's a perfect. That's why I said, Jim. Yeah, he's just wondering, is it okay to jog in that kind of stuff? No, no. <laughs> but anyone would say no. I, I've, I, I is, it, is it like a thermal thing where it keeps you warm or cold or something keeps out oh, the cold? I got shit like that underneath if it's really cold out, but no one's seeing it. But you it. put baggy shorts yeah, over Yeah, I got long johns yeah. or something. Uh, and then, you know, uh, sweats. Oh, I'll, I'll do that just, if you got the long, the long tights on, you put shorts over. Let's do it at the combine every day. Right. right. So <laughs> I think I think Florentine's giving you a thumbs down. On yeah, the I would stretchy, say a thumbs down. On the stretchy pants. All right, buddy. All right, fair enough. Let me go uh, one more. Zach, where do you even buy them? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo, yo, uh, they're 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 making uh, dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. uh, (laughs) There's a lot of those out there these days. (laughs) Bravo, bravo, Vic Kelly. Zach, go ahead. Hey, uh, Florentine, uh, can you tell tell me if my friend is gay or not? All right, all right, okay. He's uh he's he he gets pedicures. He openly talks about it at work. He he's cried at work over his buddies, and he, you know he's and he drinks fruit beer, fruit flavored beer. Is this guy gay? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> well, fruit beer. well, let me just ask Opie. Have you cried at work? Cause you've done the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I cry. And, and what's the critical mass here? Two out of three, or all three? <laughs> I don't know. I, I've I've had uh, maybe five pedicures in my life. With that's like my saying, wife. That's like saying I had one dick in my ass or five. <laughs> if you had one, you had one. It doesn't matter if you had four more. I took a turn, Zach. Right? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I agree. Zach goes on. I'm with Florentine. <laughs> you ever get your nails done? It's very relaxing. I don't put polish or anything on them. And look at them. Look. Do they oh, look yeah. like they were done recently? No. Yeah. It's very relaxing. <laughs> You don't like getting massages and stuff? I do, but I, what does that have to do with your nails? Oh, they massage your uh, your hands. They give you a nice foot massage. You're in warm water. They put put cream on them. <laughs> but you're in what do you mean you're in warm water? You have to. You put your feet in warm water. It's like a jacuzzi for your feet. And All then, right, right. And yeah. then they're scrubbing the calluses and uh, giving you a little foot massage, and they're clipping your toenails. I just chew mine off. Let's go. Your toenails? You can yeah. get a regular <laughs> massage. You can time. chew your toenails off? <laughs> That's how off? I spend my spare time. That's uh, redneck yoga. I just chew my toenails off. <laughs> That's a, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> 
when that's I was, a great image. When I was little, I would, my mother would go, I, quit chewing your toenails. <laughs> no, I've done that. But I, I was going to be like, that's impressive at our age that you could still no, fucking stretch like I probably that. could maybe stretch like if I wanted to. Yeah. You know. No, but, well, you can get a regular massage and they could do your feet, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that feels in your hands. I don't go alone, and I've only gone a few times. Why am I defending this? Did you say you don't go alone? <laughs> I go with my wife. Oh, okay. Actually, the one time I've had one was uh, yeah, somebody I, go with I was my married wife to, and my kids. Actually, all four of us go sometimes. So, yeah, not a lot. Day. He not has a lot. to go with his wife because it's like when you go to a swingers club, just a, a guy can't walk in alone. Oh, they have to God, go with no. a girl. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a single guy can't go in and go, I want to hook up. So you so can, but it's more expensive. He has to go with his wife because his wife's like, I can bring you if I show up. That's the only way you can go, just oh, like a swingers club. God. Yeah, God, no. Walk in one of those places by yourself. You no. do not need me here today. We just need him. This yeah. is all you need, really. Yeah. Oh, no, this is, this is fun all the way around the table. No, believe me, you, I need people egging me on. Okay, good. Yeah. I can do that. I can do that. Uh, oh. Wow, there's so much coming in now. What time is it? All right, let me uh, take one more. And then if you could hold through the break, we'll keep taking phones. Dave in Toronto, go ahead. Yeah, I was just wondering uh, Florentine's opinion on if he was at the Bills game and uh, he was approached to do a butt chug. Yeah, where are you at with that? the butt chug? Oh, the butt well, chug. Oh, wait, when they poured a beer through the guy's ass? No, it was a girl's ass. The, gir- uh, the Bills are killing it this year. No one is beating the Bills in the tailgating. I, I uh, the love Bills fans. You have stuff. to you have to see this. It yeah. is you've seen the butt chug. I don't know. I've seen a lot of Bills stuff where they were fucking in the parking lot and yeah, they all were, that. But now this year's the top the uh, top picture on that page was the uh, was the original one. Okay. Oh, YouTube allowed this too. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's because some asshole uh, did his own little commentary on it. Uh, hold on, we're just trying to find it without the commentary. You didn't see this. I didn't see. No, it. I didn't see this. Oh, yes, yeah, is all right. This goes back to Vic's statement: America's already great. This, <laughs> there you go. Sure. In the parking lot, butt chug. Oh, that's great. Who would be against that? It's a hot chick, and you drink a beer out of her ass. I would drink a Mar- Mike's hard lemonade out of her ass. Bikini teeny? I would bikini teeny. Vanilla cake shot. Line them up. It's all about the delivery system. Absolutely. Line them up. All right, Dave. Thank you. No, the Bills are killing it with their tailgating once again. They were always good up there, though. But I mean, they've never second? slacked ever. What team? Is in second place as far as tailgating goes. Like the people that run the parking lots up there, I know we've been talking about this uh, a lot lately. They're, they're, they're showing up with signs now, basically begging the people to leave all their shit at home. They don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah, because people are home. throwing, like, they'll take the grill after they, no, they no, cook, no, they uh, throw the hot coals out, too. I forgot. Can you find that sign again, Paul, if you remember where it is? Basically, like, beer funnels. There's a whole list of things they don't want you doing in their uh, lots anymore because they've just about had it because they're just out of control up there. What? I mean, you saw the dildo being thrown on the field last week. That was week, great. Right? But the league's trying to get the family image back because they're getting killed in the ratings, too. But they're getting killed in the ratings because they went for the families. That's 70% of the reason people go to football games to tailgate. They oh, yeah. love getting there at right. 8 in the morning. So it's that's part of the whole thing. So if you're going to start taking that away, it's going to drive away more and more fans, which they're having a tough time right. filling the stadiums now because of it's too expensive and you just watch it at home. And it's also a lot of that sportsmanship is driving everyone nuts. Who came out? Richard Sherman, was it? Basically talking about it? I think we have... Uh yeah, the story. Yeah, Sherman's saying how it's not fun trying, anymore, yeah. and we're entertainers, and you're taking of that course, all away. Of course, of course, you got to allow that. 
Who cares if a guy celebrates in the end zone? Who for, cares if he pulls a cell phone out of his sock? As, as it was great. No, you know, if there's no props and it's under like 10 seconds, let the guy fucking dance and do whatever he does. I don't even give a fuck if they have props because you just laugh. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes they look like fools because they think something's going to work and it bombs them yeah. horribly. Like, who's against that? Do you know? Because you, know, you know more about football than no, no nobody's well, against like, it. Vic knows. I, don't know, I thought it was awesome when Beckham hit the fucking net and the net hit him back, and then he turned it into two more weeks of net sure. stuff, right? Where he made up with the net and then he proposed. I, I love shit like that. That's yeah, I mean, cute. It's funny. It's self deprecating. Like it, you, you know, it's, it's I think it's the older generation of NFL fans that I don't think, think it's, so. Is it? but, but then you got like you used to have like Billy White Shoes Johnson, who was the original right. guy that would do a dance after he uh, yep. brought back a punt. Or a kick return, yep. and you had Icky Woods do the Icky Shuffle. So the shit's been going on. Dion used to always do the his fun bunch. High the Redskins they had five. They, that's what. That's when they first started busting yeah. up because the Redskins had the fun bunch, and they were holding hands in a circle of four or five. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, now you're really. Can you can you still jump in the fans in, in the stands in Green Bay? I guess yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah, they so, do that. But they allow that, but none of the dancing. They're that allowing. Seem right. They're allowing concussions. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> oh no shit! So let somebody do, you know right. celebrate. If I'm going to risk snapping my spine and never walking again the rest of my life. Let me fucking wave a flag around for nine (laughs) seconds. This comes up a lot on the show, and no one can answer the question, who is actually against this? I don't think, uh, you know, maybe... It's the league officials. Who's getting hurt? I don't think it's a majority of fans. No way. Who does it hurt? When a player celebrates. And I hate sportsmanship. Well, you when you're, when you're into your team, you want them to beat the shit out of the, the, the opponent, and you want to, and you want to see them to, you know, make it hurt. I, I don't give a fuck about them shaking hands and all that crap. I like to say a little class every now and then, but, uh, but that's fun. This is fun. This is yeah. not classless. Yeah, I don't. Think. I don't mind the class. The silly ones, I, but yeah, don't don't. I can't take the ball and shove it in your face. After right. I, yeah, I can't pull your helmet off and cram the ball in your face. Fine, but if I want to jump up and down and do the splits and and Billy White shoes and act look, like I'm throwing Vic, it and catch I, it, let me know. go for a second. I, yeah. I want to correct my statement because you're right. I don't mind class when it's when it's organic, not when it's forced upon right. people. Yeah, no, no, no. When right. when it's a real moment, you're like, oh fuck, that was pretty fucking cool. cool. But look at hockey too, Opie. Hockey, they they'll knock the crap out of each other. At the end of the game, they line up and shake each other's hands. Yeah, there's still sportsmanship, and, and, and nobody should, has to legislate. And it. that does feel like a real moment. Yeah, that it just feels always. Like, I'm, I'm sure though, there's a lot of guys that actually don't want to do that after you know some of those series. But. I was I was, uh, I was reading on during the World Series. I was reading on Twitter because they had the uh, the, the the symphony played the national anthem before yeah, Game seven. seven, and somebody immediately wrote, "What's the cello player uh, protesting by sitting down?" The entire time? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, look, the NFL is is, is the it, no fun league. You I, know well, that's no, that's the hacky thing. But, but then with kneeling and sitting doing national anthem, they can't control that. And Goodell can never go after those guys because the league is seventy five percent black. Yep. And then he's going to look like a racist. He can control everything else. He can't control that one. Right. And that's why he doesn't go after. He wants to go after that so bad. Oh, no, he, he does. does. Yeah. He, he don't want to. He doesn't want to lose one fan. No sports owner wants to lose one fan. And they know they're losing some. Some veterans that are pissed at that shit just said, "I've had enough. I'm not paying for this." bullshit anymore right. and it's driving them nuts yeah, that they I can't. No, you're totally- it's funny because one of the hockey coaches I don't know who it was said if someone doesn't stand on national anthem he's not playing yeah because it's an all white league it's easy for you to say that if you were in the NBA or the NFL, try saying that as yeah, a coach. Exactly. Was, it, was it a hockey coach? It was. I think I'm it was. trying to remember yeah. who it was. Was yeah, it I'm the World to... Championships or something before? Uh... It was, yeah, over in Europe. Wasn't it? Yeah. 
It was the World the World Hockey Tournament. The tournament that ended this past summer. And the American coach said, you better stand. This is what Richard Sherman said very recently, uh, like yesterday or something. Seattle Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman was asked Thursday if he had a theory about why the NFL is experiencing declining TV ratings. He says, because the league isn't fun anymore. Every other league, you see the players have a good time. It's a game. This isn't politics. This isn't justice. This is entertainment. And they're uh, no longer allowing the players to entertain. They're no longer allowing the players to show any kind of personality any kind of uniqueness, any individuality. God, I agree with them because they want to control the product. They want to control the messaging. Uh, right on to Richard Sherman. More just players understanding that it's the truth. Uh, 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 da, da, da. All right, Lewis, what do you got on this? Lewis knows his football, too. He came in. Lewis Johnson, get the funk out of my face. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How hey. are you? <laughs> it's a lot of things added up into one. First, you've got the... Hang on. What we have good equipment in here. Oh, I, got I, got I got you. Uh, the casual fans, they don't like the whole Kaepernick thing, obviously. A lot of them are not watching because of that. That's number one. Number two. But that, real- I think that's stupid. i got to uh, interrupt you. I, I don't. I mean, I'm. He I'm, said casual fans. Casual fans. Okay. These are the fans that watch football once or twice a year. But that's what makes them go, yeah, fuck it. I, I can't watch this 100%. anymore. 100%. Well, you know, and they're not showing it. They don't show the national anthems anymore. So that's before the game starts. It's not televised. Most of the time, maybe a Monday night game might do it. So they're not really, they're not focusing on it, even though guys are still kneeling. I'm not happy that he doesn't stand. Trust me. I'm I'm in that camp. But it's not going to sway me from actually watching the game. But then again, like Vic said, you said casual fan. All right, continue. And not just that, but the schedule itself this year has been shitty. And they couldn't really do anything to prevent that. But you have a lot of games that are ending in ties. You have a lot of games where there aren't many scoring, and they're the only game that night. For example, your Thursday games or your Sunday night games, the scoring is horrible. And your casual fans, they want to see scoring. Right. That's basically what yeah, well, it's too much. You got Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. You got too many days. And all games. day Sunday. Yeah. The Thursday games have been shit for a long yeah. time. You can't say that's, you, uh, sorry. You can't say that's too much because in other leagues you got games every n- night of the the week basically. Yeah, yeah but, but baseball's we got, different. We, we only got 16 weeks. Yeah. Football special where you where you anticipate that whole week. You're, yeah, that's true. You're looking true. at yeah. stats. Ah, you're doing all this stuff. See, I'm, I, I'm losing every argument again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the ah, that's true. You can wander back to your office and console ah, yourself. I'm gonna go yeah. in the hallway and so, think that's all right. You know, when you get your manicure later, you'll get over ah. it. You know what I mean? You'll be relaxed you in your rub chair. The tension out of your hands. Yeah. Oh, you know what fuck. I mean? Your feet will be in water. You know, warm, nice warm, warm water. Yeah. Perfect temperature mm. though. The temperature is perfect. So. Last night, the University so of Arkansas. Was my shower two hours ago. <laughs> the Lady Razorbacks had six members of the team kneel during the national anthem last night, and four members stood, and most of them were the white girls. But the six members of the team knelt, and they said, "You know, we're." And I got a problem with it because. A, that's a federally funded school, state funded school, taxpayer dollars. You're basically getting paid by the school with your scholarship. So you shouldn't be making political statements, but it happened last night, and they're getting crap for it. I feel, in general, you're standing for our troops. And the the one white girl who's got her hand on the other girl's shoulder, she had a cousin who died in the war. And she said, I support my teammate. But you see the other girls leaning away from the touching of the shoulder? Yeah. Did you see that? that? That body language is saying a lot there. It's, that's a nice gesture and all, but I'm with my sisters over here. What I wanted to ask you all, basically what I wanted to ask you is, a lot of people are trying to find what would be the best silent protest. Because they don't want to riot and tear up cities. 
and they're trying to be doing yeah, the that's right a thing. bad thing. Right. So, what would be a better silent protest than what's going on right now in the in the sports leagues? Like, what would be you know anything? What are they protesting? Because I listened to this press conference, and the first girl who spoke said, we're protesting all the black people who are being killed by the white cops. Well, if you look at the stats, the numbers don't bear out that theory, because it's quite the other way around. And it's more likely that a black officer is going to shoot a black person, and a black officer is going to shoot a white person, than a white officer is going to shoot a black person. The FBI stats don't bear up to their argument. Their argument's just crushed by the reality. So the problem with me is they can have all the free speech they want, but get your facts right before you come out and say something like that. True. But, but you shouldn't do it if you're representing are you the school. people are misinformed? Yeah. That's, why? Why? Yes, OVI. I, I understand your, your fact on statistics, and I'm <laughs> yeah. a big fan of statistics as far as sports are concerned. What are the percentage of white people in compared to black people in the United States? Uh, yeah, M- maybe, fair point. Maybe the percentage of black people in the United States are doing more things that are wrong. There are a greater percentage, a greater of, percentage. of the, in the crime, but the, but does that still warrant a, a, a statement like that saying all the black people are being killed by white people? No, they're not. Not at all. That's not the reality. But the, no one's telling these kids. The coach, who they ran it by the coach, the coach didn't say, listen, we may want to think about this before you make a statement like that. Why don't you go check the facts? Yeah. And no one's doing that because they're all afraid to be called racist. You know, you're going to say, oh, you're not letting me do it because I'm black and you're the white coach. Right. No, that's not the truth. And that's the problem. Are you a kneeler? <laughs> Am, oh, shit. Uh, he means in Are you talking about the anthem? I am not a kneeler. Okay. Um, I have a lot of police officers in my family. I have a lot of people that were in the military in my family. Uh, no one that passed. But I do understand that if people have passed away, that that's not something that you want to do. They fought for that. Yeah, of course. So don't don't kneel. I feel like there are I other ways that you can silently protest, but that's why I was asking. So what is it? What, some suggestions? Maybe what, you do you have, have one? Do you have a, a no, manner? No, no I, I really don't know. I don't. I don't agree with the kneeling, but at the same time, look, uh, I'm trying to figure out different ways to maybe silently Lewis, protest. I, I hate to be the guy, but we also they also fought for the right for those people to actually to kneel. do that. That's the which, point, which right. is obviously kind of frustrating, you know. But you got to understand that's part of what makes this uh, country great. I, I wish they weren't kneeling. You know, I'm in that camp, but, you know, they also fought for that, right? Now, I've had to say, yeah, people have yelled at me from the stage saying I've said the same thing. I'm like, well, I found out. Well, you, so I could run my fucking mouth. You actually did fight exactly. out so I could run my goddamn mouth. But I'm sorry you're not enjoying what You I'm came saying. in here to talk about why they're not celebrating. You knew about that. Why they're not celebrating the end zone dances? Yeah, and all that. Yeah, it's because they keep getting fined crazy amounts. No, didn't you say it had something to do with uh, youth uh, youth leagues or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of the kids watching are doing the touchdown and end zone dances, and they're just trying to stop that all from oh, happening from, from that right. age. I got basically. a kid. I, role models. I, right. I got a kid. Right. I'll, raise, I'll raise my models. own fucking kid. I just spent six days dabbing. <laughs> Did you really? Seriously, yes. Like dance but, dabbing? Well, no, or because every, dabbing, every dabbing. other day I was running around and hanging out with the family, and every other day one of the twins or some of the kids is like, you know, dab. They're just doing it for no reason. <laughs> and they're like, come on, Vic, dab. Mom, dab. Everybody, we were dabbing the whole goddamn week. The Indians were in the World Series. If you're not going to dab because the Indians are in the World Series, well, when would you dab? When would you dab? <laughs> my, my kid's not really uh, totally into sports yet, but right. when he, I would assume he's going to hit that any, uh, any uh, day. Now, uh, if he came up with something that was ridiculous, I would I would actually sit him down and go like, man, you look like an asshole. Yeah, you know, I got but, friends over on Sundays that you know right. watch a game and scream and curse and stuff like. I just tell my son, don't be like him. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Exactly. I'm still gonna do it. I don't it. mind any Certainly. of that stuff. Right. 
You know, being a parent is it's you. It's hard work. It is hard work, but you it's just, a pain in the ass. But I don't need the TV or the media or anybody else, you know, telling me how how we should raise our kids. I'll I'll handle it. I'll explain this shit to them. Right? Yeah. All that coach in, in that junior football league or whatever just has to say, hey, don't, no end zone celebrations. I don't want that. Are you going to sit on the bench? And that, that'll stop it right there. You just need well, the coach to tell them. See, the problem is when you're worried about the kids, you know, doing what the adults are doing, you're taking away entertainment from the adults because the adults are fully enjoying all this, but they're squashing it because the kids might start doing that shit in their youth leagues. Oh, well, as a parent, I'll, I'll be able to explain that to my kid, whether it's, it's good or bad. Yeah, but Florentine just hit on it here. If the coach says, hey, anybody does a dance in the end zone or humiliate somebody, you're not playing the next set. You're sitting out. You don't think those parents will be all over that coach? My kid. Yes, right. that, these coaches are all terrified they're, of the parents. Yeah. True. They're brutal. That's why I used to love. When I used to umpire brutal. any little league or anything, I was a teenager. <laughs> and I, I used Because I, I had authority even though I was a teenager. And it was so much fun to get nose to nose on these people going, I can throw your ass out of here. How cool is it going to be when my 15-year-old ass throws your You're his grandmother. Shut the fuck up and get back in your seat. Yeah, the YMCA. I used to ref YMCA <laughs> yes. football. And they, they would you, the used, parents would yes. fight. It was so much fun because it was the only time you got to cuss anybody out and get away with it practically. As, as a 15-year-old, yeah, you were you had authority yeah. and you I'm, were yelling and screaming I'm, at parents? I'm umpiring T-ball. And it was my buddy and I were 15 and 16. He played on the high school baseball team. And it was so. And the <laughs> chairman of the Parks and Recreation Department said, if anybody, you tell them, shut the fuck up. <laughs> how much fun, how embarrassed are they going to be to watch their grandmother led out of the Little League field? That's awesome. And, my, and we had hair trigger with it, too. You didn't even have to tempt us. We would be too quick to go, oh, yeah, what the fuck did you just say? Because we got drunk with our power. Right. But it was really fun. That's awesome. <laughs> it was really fun to throw the dicks out a little late. Too good. Do you feel like the end zone dances would make the game last a little bit too long? Who cares? They're not. They're not going on for thirty minutes. Do you feel like they would? They would go overboard with it at some point. But that's no. what they did to Icky Woods. They made him go over on the side and do it. On, he was not right. allowed. They moved him out of the end zone. Especially when, and especially, they moved him to the sideline and he was allowed to do it over there. Especially when it's some ridiculous, out of nowhere amazing play and then they're like pretty much handing the ball to the ref. It's like, no man, they're feeling the adrenaline of what just happened and they want to do something. They uh, No, because it takes them like a minute, two minutes to review to play anyway. They always review a right. touchdown so they can easily do it in that time. True. I just feel like Pulling a cell phone out of your sock is a little far. Oh, you You're play- he was playing with that cell phone. But on. how does that bother you? Right. It it doesn't bother me, but I feel like if somebody were to hit that cell phone, if he would have caught the ball and got rocked. But you don't enjoy like just pointing at the TV. It's like a foreign object in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hulk Hogan pulled one out of his trunks. <laughs> Wasn't it? Fucking hit George the Animal Steel. Those are the best matches. Wasn't, <laughs> Wasn't it hidden in the padding in the goalpost? Yeah, no, you're right. I, See, I, I, so it wasn't. It was in the back of the padding, so right. no one was going to hit it. He no, actually Johnson, thought it through. Yeah, Chad t- Johnson had the uh, magic marker, the, the sharpies. That was T.O. 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 Had the Hall of Fame jacket. He it was Joe Horn with the but, phone, wasn't it? Yes, Joe, it Horn. Was Joe Horn. Joe Horn. But, but yeah. Lewis, you don't like just pointing at the TV and going, "Ah, what an asshole!" No, I love it. I, th- I right. think it's fantastic. But at a certain point, you're like, "All right, like let's go." You know the commercials coming. Ah. You know the kickoffs coming. Ah. Ah. Fun before the commercials. If your kid, Jim, if your if you, your kid plays sports, uh, yeah, he plays t-ball. So if he if he if and he, you don't need, you don't need an umpire because they don't keep score. <laughs> the Every game, that's tie again. I'm like, really? <laughs> don't you score more runs? I know it was a tie, and then he gets a trophy. <laughs> Okay. But if he if he if he hit a walk off if he hit a walk off and, and and won the game if they did keep score and he hit a walk off homer would you? 
tell him he was an asshole if he jumped up and down and flipped the bat or did something no, celebratory? Not no, not at all. Exactly. It wouldn't be a walk-off homer. They would and let the other team they you know, have bad. their own right. walk-off I said hypothetically. You know, and I've then, changed my tune on that because when you do uh, talk to other parents, they're they're out of their minds about it, too. So I don't know who started that shit. It, it's the minority of parents that started the whole, look, we can't keep score, you know, because <sighs> the majority of parents absolutely want, you know, these these uh, sports to keep. My score. friend's son scored it. And I still they still have the video. And he was probably about nine. And it's peewee football. And he scores on a double reverse. Nice. And they almost have the play blown up in the backfield. And he shakes the second tackler on the double reverse and runs 80 yards and they win the game and he did some sort of wrestling move. He did something that he'd seen one of the wrestlers yeah, yeah, do yeah. from television and uh, and some of the parents gave him shit about it. Oh, God. And, and my buddy was telling the other parents exactly what they could do with their opinions but they told him, you know, that was cool. He was like, they, they won the game yeah. on a double reverse and he did a little, you know, Randy K. Orton thing or something. <laughs> oh, Randy Orton. <laughs> and so, my, nephew, <laughs> my nephew was playing football. He was 10, 11 at the time and I went to one of the games and all of a sudden the whole team, the the whole starting lineup sits down. I, I look at my brother. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Why why isn't you know blank in the game anymore? He's like, oh, you see the score's too high. So now you, you gotta you gotta take all your starters out until the other team you know catches, catches up. up. I'm like, that is the most ridiculous <laughs> wow. thing I've ever heard I've in my never life. Heard of that before. <laughs> what are you teaching the kids? Because they want to play the sport. So if they know that whatever whatever it is, if you're right. up by 20 points or whatever, if they know they're getting close to that, they're gonna hold back because they don't want to leave the game? The Senior Bowl used to do that. The College All-Star Game, uh, if you got so far ahead, they would make you uh, keep giving it to the other team to get back points. They changed that. Google yeah, got changed, but that was in a... That was, that was college. That was, that's college. That was college. They, they changed that, but that was a rule for the longest it. time, you know. But yeah, but that's also to get some second stringers and third stringers yes. in so maybe some NFL yes. scouts could see them yeah. and could play, so yeah. that helps them. You know, when you're doing that in shit, shit and T-ball, there's no, no reason. No, right. Every every ground ball a second is a home run, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you hear some fucking fat soccer mom. My Aiden made a home run. Right. No, he didn't. No, it was a weak ground at a second that should have been an out at first. And the special needs kid is in the right field. So yeah. He's not yeah, there's no way you hit it to the right side of the infield. Right. It's a home run. Exactly. All right, we got to take a break. We're way late for a break. Right. OB Radio is back. Yeah, we're back with Jim Florentine, Vic Henley, and Stunt Brain, who has decided to do Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's uh, good. I, I don't mind it at all, as long as Jerry Cooney doesn't come by today. Yeah, He's in the hallway. I saw him. Oh, Christ. Is, is he really? He's out there. Yes, he is sitting out there taking notes right I'll, now. I'll pull the curtains closed. You want to take a punch from Jerry Cooney? He's, no. He's sitting in the hallway. I think he's in your office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy I found a spot. I'm actually kind of happy. Uh, so pathetic. You seem sad. You seem okay with it. Yeah, settled. I, I, I know where I can hang out. Exactly. Now. You finally it have is a, space. a little corner, and you got a nice view and stuff I to got just a nice hang. View and yeah. no one comes around, and there's a couple chairs there. Right. Stunt brain came and uh, tried to figure out where to sit. Right. Yeah, I had to sit behind you. It's like riding in a World War II plane. <laughs> it is the pilots are in front of each. It, it's a very back. skinny office. It's, I like it. It's, but it's a good view. Side. It is a good view. A lot view. of windows, though. A lot, of, a lot of windows. He's out there, though. He is out there lurking at the end of the hallway right there. I, Jerry don't, I don't know if we can deal with Jerry Cooney. No, he's, he's going over something. You're know. not going to take a punch from He looked right? deep in hell, no. You want to take a punch? No, no. I die. No. Punch? No. 
I was just glad he looked good. I remember when, like, when he popped in here the last time I was in here. I'm like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> I literally did. I was. <laughs> and Theo took the punch. Well, you said that. And Theo took Theo the punch. Took the punch. <laughs> well, Kevin Brennan uh, making fun of his Groucho Marx classes. That was a little rough. Yeah, well, you saw it in his eyes. He was not happy about that. <laughs> I'll punch you in your fucking Groucho, Groucho Marx, Marx glasses. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan's lucky he hadn't been hit. Right, and he kept it fun. But he, you could tell that he was not happy that he uh, made fun of his glasses. Uh, how human waste could be the future of oil. Oh, really? We're back to that? You think? <laughs> Do you think there's a possibility? I don't know. I saw the Martian and was glad that he could grow potatoes in his own poop. I was pretty impressed by that. I was, yes, that was, my, that was my favorite part of the whole movie. I didn't mind that movie. <laughs> that was a good movie. I thought it was all right. Did you see the Martian? Matt no, Damon? I didn't see it. I heard it was great. It's though, Matt right. Damon, yeah. It's cool. it's totally cool. I, I didn't mind it. It was pretty good. Yeah. I think that might be the last movie I've seen. I saw Captain Fantastic two days ago. Viggo Mortensen. That's a good movie. Really, it's on it's on demand now. But it was out during the summer. My only my neighbor's grandniece is in it, and so he was like, "Watch this movie. It's really cool." The dude that plays uh, the crazy guy on Silicon Valley. He's the his last name's Ross, but he plays the Gavin character, yeah. the guy that started like a Google or something. But he it's, it's his movie. He wrote and directed the movie. It's called Captain Fantastic, and you liked it. It was pretty damn good. Yeah. All right. I usually do documentaries on Netflix. That's about it. That was my big bowl. I went to Amanda Knox, the one before. My last documentary was Amanda Knox that was on Netflix. Good. That was a great one. Yeah, it was really. Good. I didn't see Rats yet. I got it on my DVR. Oh, oh it's good. I know. It's good. I ha- it's good. Yeah. I know. I- and then I'm hearing there's extra material out there. Oh, like, really? I think if you buy the DVD or download it or whatever the hell, oh. I gotta, I gotta get our friend Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, Morgan can hook on the phone that. to explain it. But they even made the music creepy, yeah. huh, Paul? Yeah, they had like they had like the rat sound effects in it the whole time. Yeah, like rats uh, oh, kind of great. scratching. Sort nah, it's, of it's yeah, it's cool. In it's, the sort of in the background with the music, it, it's a hard documentary. That's what he said, and I thought that was a perfect summation. My skin was crawling yeah. when I when I saw that thing. You like rats? No, but that's I'm not why I watch it. I'm fascinated by rats. Yeah, it's cool. I love seeing rats in New York City. I'm creeped out by them, but I, I get all like uh, a shot of adrenaline when I see a rat. Yeah. But this uh, doc is, is good. Really good. And that w- it wasn't even on Netflix. It's on like Discovery or something, It was right? on uh, Discovery Channel. Discovery yeah. Channel. Yeah, they aired it regularly. I'll watch it this weekend. Have, have you seen Wiener yet? The Wiener documentary? I hear that's great. I, I, for it's some reason, I don't want to watch it. It's it, you got it. I think. Why do I have it, to see it? Because you're a guy a that likes documentaries, and when you watch the first five minutes, you go, "How oh, this guy had it all. He could have been a huge guy in the politics. He was on his way. He was. People forget that Anthony Weiner was, was well a on great his way. Orator. He was powerful. He was really good. Right. And then he took himself down. I he think, destroyed himself. I think I don't want to watch the documentary because uh, me and Anthony aren't in it. <laughs> <laughs> robbery robbery I like when you just fully admit <laughs> I think that pissed me off because I heard this documentary was coming out and I'm like well me and Anthony have to Gotta be in it we were the it. ones that you know uh, got that picture to the world and and that picture led to the FBI yeah, but reopening this investigation I don't even feel I don't even feel bad because that picture uh, Breitbart who used to come in here from time to time he was showing everybody Barbara Walters was actually pissed because she had to talk about me and Anthony uh, you know <laughs> being the ones that the, you know exposed the picture to the world or whatever she's like oh I saw that picture two nights ago she was all mad yeah, I'm like well, well you had the opportunity to do it she saw it because Weiner sent it to her right hey we just knew it <laughs> no I, I like it <laughs> what, what, oh, is, is it on Netflix, the Wiener thing? Or yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony Wiener, penis photo released by Opie and Anthony. There you go. 
from August 8th, 2011, Huffington Post. That's nice. If it wasn't us, it was going to be someone else that day, by the way, because Breitbart was just trying to figure out how the fuck do I get this out there. with it. Anthony said, Anthony, I think, went drinking with him or whatever. He was just showing everybody on the sidewalk and the bars, like, here it is. This is the the famous picture people are, you know, hinting about. Which makes you wonder, because he was ultimately the guy who put it out there, and then six months later, he's dead. No kidding. Dropped dead, walking the dog out right. in Beverly Hills, found by his father-in-law on the sidewalk. Dead. And he was only like 46 or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Heart exploded, apparently. Hmm. But it's a good documentary, hmm. huh? Things yeah, it's really good. good. Yeah. It's, and you just keep going, oh, this guy's career's over. He comes back. Right. They get him again. And you think, okay, he's done. He comes back. He was leading the mayoral polls. He had a chance. And then he after finished all that. dead last. And literally right. could not keep his dick in his pants. <laughs> literally. You don't even have to write the joke. He yeah. literally, right. <laughs> Isn't he uh, wonderful? Isn't he in rehab now? Yeah, he went yeah. to sex rehab and then Huma. Just, she got seen yesterday. She was out with the kid. So I guess they're kind of figuring we all forgot about it. And what's going to happen with her? She's going to do a show with Hoda. <laughs> <laughs> Hoda and Huma. Huma and Hoda, Huma and Hoda in the morning. Well, then she just got, she went to a fundraiser last night, for, yeah. for a Hillary fundraiser. Yeah. She was in line to be chief of staff if Hillary got elected. Or wow. Hillary gets elected, yeah. No shit. She's been next to uh, Hillary well, makes sense, for I guess. 20 years. Isn't she no also, kidding that long. Isn't years. she also first in line to lick uh, Hillary's box? That, that was, <laughs> That's already been done, allegedly. That's why. Allegedly. Plenty of times. <laughs> Allegedly. What is that about? What are you hearing, Mike? I, You know, all I've heard I've is heard that, those rumors forever. Yeah, but everybody but says that But that would be stupid because then, then Anthony Weiner would be saying something by yeah. now because he has nothing to lose. He's like, well, let me tell you a thing or two. Yeah, he'd have that as a trump card. No I would think. Hey. So I, I don't tend to believe it, but I think Hillary kind of likes that Uma's, uh, Uma is around. But she's talked she's about easy her, on as the her, eyes. her as her daughter. The right. daughter she didn't have. Right. You know, so they, they've been around for 20 years she's been Shouldn't around. Shouldn't Bill Clinton be the one saying the daughter I didn't have? Or uh, somebody, right. <laughs> Maybe, but he's got that problem with that kid who keeps saying Bill's my dad, which that never goes anywhere. He Now he's claiming he's going to have a DNA test. You think it is or no? Uh, you is look there at picture? the pictures. Oh, no. Remember those side by side? He, yeah, he asked for the dress to try and get DNA. Right. I, I was ref- referring to the fact that a lot of people say that Chelsea is uh, not Bill's biological kid there. Vince Foster's a saying? No, I think she looks like Bill and Hillary combined. She does. To me. Yeah, but I yeah. know the story he's talking about. I know that yeah. story. There's a rumor. Well, well, this, this guy saying that Bill's his dad. Well, uh, what do you think? He looks like Joe DeRosa. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wow, Bill Clinton's Joe DeRosa's father? Right. Ah. Joe, Joe DeRosa's first comedy headshot. Yes. <laughs> when did... Uh, we're doing a side-by-side for you now, too. When, when did this story break? This one, it keeps popping up every couple of years. But about a month and a half ago, this guy came out and said, yeah, he really is my dad, and I want the DNA. And then just last week, he said, I want, I want the dress. I want to swab the dress. Well, you know. uh, let's see. Uh, what's the headline from Inside Edition? Man claimed to be Bill Clinton's son asked Monica Lewinsky for former president's DNA. Monica Lewinsky still has some DNA? If she still got the dress. Didn't We're, they take the dress? I thought they confiscated it. I would it. assume she doesn't have the dress anymore. They would make sure they don't give that back. If she kept that dress, what makes you think she wouldn't have kept some other 
other deposits. Well, that's, I never understood that whole angle because I have I have left semen on women's clothing, and I don't think any woman would save that. I think you because well, they probably didn't United know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, right. I was, there was a rush to that one. Wasn't <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I know it was. It was the feature act that was staying in the, in the other condo room. She went to go take a walk, and he blew a load on her, on her dress she was wearing that night. That's Austin, nineteen seventy. There's no way of telling if this kid looks like Bill Clinton, right? Not really. Uh, little, no, I mean, I, I mean, the know. African uh, features throw you. You know, it's throwing, you can do a lot with lighting. It's throwing you off, though, a little bit. Let's be honest here. Right? Yeah. He's half black. He just wants to move in the White House. Interesting. Well, let's, I want to see a picture of the mom when she was like 30. Yes, that's thank Isn't you. that the mom there? Yeah, but she's like 70 there. Yeah. She's not around anymore, though, is she? I don't know. I don't know much about this oh, story. Oh, that's his aunt. That says that that's his aunt, yeah. Oh, so the mom's out of the picture. Mom's gone. Okay. How well, human waste could be the future of oil. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Are we running out of oil? Do we need to go to the poop? Uh, turning sewage sludge into fuel has long been a science fiction fantasy. Fantasy? Who has this fantasy of a waste-free world? But researchers at the Department of Energy's Pacific Northwest National Laboratory have developed technology to turn over 34 billion gallon, gallons of sewage a day into, uh, wow, bio-crude oil. How would they collect this shit? Well, they've already got a delivery system every time you flush. Yeah, but it, the pipes. Yeah, but it's with everything else in there. Tampons and kids' toys and yeah, but that's right? just filters. Yeah. You just filter it out. Do you know what uh, plumbers call tampons? Sewer mice. <laughs> it's no plumber tail. joke. It's no plumber joke. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that's an old no, one. No. That's an old one. And then there's a. I love how so, proud you are. <laughs> it's the, well, there's. I just think of every idiot that's told me a stupid joke in my life, and they, uh, the the first uh, one of the first uh, three things you learn about plumbing is a uh, hot's on the left, cold's on the right. Don't chew your nails. Uh, <laughs> those are plumber jokes. Uh, the technology uses pressure and heat to mimic how the Earth creates crude oil, a process that takes millions of years, but leave it to humans. We have figured out how to do it in minutes. Yeah, Ron Popeil, you're yeah. going to be getting at your house. <laughs> you're going to be turning into the... Wow, that's pretty fucked up. Something that used to take millions of years. We've we've figured out how to do it in minutes. Uh, and then it goes on and on. Da, da, da. I, I would imagine this is a possibility. It, it sounds like it. There, There's a, a thing the Navy's involved with, which takes just all kinds of trash and turns it into diesel fuel. And they're doing it out on ships out, out at sea so they don't have to bring them into port to get fuel and they're churning out their all their trash is munching up and it's becoming a fuel source really and they're looking at it for islands where they don't have to then truck oil in right and the navy's deeply involved in it montel was telling me about it because he's on the board of the company that does it it's a biofuel product but there's not doing with human waste it's just doing with trash but how does that work? They've got a, a distilling of it because, you know, all that plastic that's in there. That bio, biodiesel has been around for a long, long bio time. Biodiesel is a little different, yeah, but, but this takes the plastic and distills it so it de- it, it breaks it down again. Cool. Huh. huh. Exactly. All right. The future. This guy says he's going to, well, we'll let him talk here. Let's go up to Boston. Chuck, what's going on, Chuck? I want to ask Brain. If Hillary becomes president, do we need to fly the flags at half mass or upside down? I forgot. <laughs> upside down is uh, we're in crisis. Half mast is something died. It might be the republic. So who knows? You might have to fly it upside or, down at half mast. <laughs> both, right? Or should we replace them with the ISIS flag? Oh, oh wow. wow! You went there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know about that one. I liked your first one. You're one for two. Right. <laughs> hey, I tried to call the other day when Joe DeRosa was in. I went to buy tickets at the box office. They sent me to the fucking dollar store. <laughs> oh, okay, you're two for three. Taking a pot shot at DeRosa. He's not here. He's not even here. He's not even here. He's taking a beating. Very nice, sir. Uh, yeah, you're telling me I got to go. <laughs> All right. Good job, Chuck. Let's go to Lou in Jersey. Then we got a video of a couple that uh, got attacked by a crocodile while they're in a resort pool. Where did that happen? African resort. Okay. Uh, we'll go to that in a second. Lou in Jersey, go ahead. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, man. Hey, I want to ask somebody now. You think that we got one more bombshell on either side this weekend before the election? I think there may be one more. They're both kind of hinting that something's out there, but I, it's more likely to be Hillary if the FBI comes up with something. But after all the beating they took over the weekend about this is partisan, this is partisan, they might be reluctant to bring it out. But if they hold it and she wins, then they look even worse. So the FBI is kind of screwed. Oh, you think the FBI might have a little something? They've gone through 650,000 emails. Right. And uh, there was one rumor two days ago that said there were a 1,000 classified documents in there. That got kind of squelched. Right. But there's still a rumble, and there's a bunch of agents inside fighting. And they're all fighting with each other because they don't like the way the agencies run. Yeah. And they know that they don't like Hillary. So right. there's a camp that doesn't like her, and they would like to see her done in, as it were, with her reputation. So you're saying one more, but not one more each. Yeah. I not think one more each. I think there's not one, one more. Not one more Trump, one more. I, I would say one, one more. more. Oh, okay. Because right. if they had it on Trump, they would have put him out. You don't want you, you don't want to have to tell Bill Clinton and uh, Barack and Michelle they have to do two rallies a day for the next three days. Because <laughs> now you're cutting into the president's golf <laughs> we just, time. We just we just added a show, Florentine. Yeah, yeah I know. We're doing three on Saturday. We're doing a midnight show now. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, because they would have probably released it right after the FBI released that stuff last right. Friday. Sure. Hit, hit with Trump on a Saturday or, or a Monday with, with and, their stuff. And what are they hitting Trump with? They're hitting him with uh, the ad we played with the kids and the language. They're hitting him with, hey, where's his tax returns? And that didn't stick. None of that stuff stuck before. No one so gives a fuck. If still you support trying. Trump, you don't care about any of that stuff. That's You're absolutely right. And Simple they're just looking that. at swing votes now. But it, they're trying does, to get black vote out because that's where the deficit seems to be. Black vote and millennials. Yeah, it's down uh, substantially. Substantially from the Obama, um, you know. It's not like they're worried about the uh, black vote going for a Trump, but he'll get a little higher than Romney got uh, based on the numbers we've seen. But it's just that they won't show up. Right. If they don't show up, that's going to make all those states, those swing what, states, what? and the young people won't because of they want to Bernie, Bernie and yeah. now they're like, I'm not voting for Hillary because we hated Hillary. They're, they they got the same answer that uh, we had, had from Susan Sarandon that they feel screwed. They feel Bernie got totally trashed by the party. But do they also have giant vaginas? I don't know if they vote with them. <laughs> they might listen to the replay. Um, what happens to Trump if he loses this thing, Stump? Uh, well, does he go away quietly or no? Does, no, but Monday there is. But he has open, to spin this into something after he, the election he, if he loses. He is. Monday there's an open casting call in New York City for a new conservative news network. He's been working with Roger Ailes, right. formerly of Fox. He's working with Steve Bannon of Breitbart. And there are people, even from the Blaze Network, who have been appearing on these Trump TV Facebook broadcasts. So he's going to be looking at new talent. I, he, they haven't said it's them, but who else would it be? Would it be a national network or like yeah, an internet it, network? It would be a, one of the, they call it over the top, like the Blaze, where you pay two ninety nine, three ninety nine a month, and if you only got twenty five percent of his forty million supporters, you generate seven hundred million dollars a year in revenue, 
Yeah, and but you, a lot of those guys will slowly fade away, right? Not at, I don't think so. No? I don't think they're going anywhere. Not at uh, two ninety nine a month. They'll be there because Trump will then every day tell them how they're getting screwed and we need America to be great again. They followed him for 18 months. They're yes. showing up by but the will thousands. But, the, the, you know, Trump's got a little older generation, the vote. Are they going to sign up for a website or a YouTube thing? Or are they going to watch want to watch it on regular TV like a Fox? I, I think But he won't get that on, on a regular cable channel. He'll get blocked he by somebody. He won't get cable, but the right. over-the-top, the OTT is the new model. They're all looking at doing it. HBO did it. The Blaze did it first. Beck did it first. They got, you got to give him credit. Followed by HBO and all these others with these, these two, three, four, ninety a month and they're making money because you just need a couple million and they're just showed up on youtube yeah or or on hulu or um what's the other one uh the little box uh roku apple tv yeah apple tv and roku and that's how it works and that's imagine 700 million dollars a year in revenue and you don't have to build a complete studio setup and you don't have to send a signal up to a satellite it just goes through the web i'd right. be down with ott <laughs> uh, took me an hour and 45 minutes to vote today what the fuck anthony in north carolina says the lines are that long for early voting i hate early voting why uh first of all the stuff that happened last week you know we had early voting and if you voted three weeks ago and you voted for hillary and you're like what the hell now i don't want to vote for her and of in, course. in some of those states you can pull your vote back but only three of them you can take your vote back. Plus, we're paying for it. Why the hell are we paying for all these people to man these voting booths and, and man all these sites for, for three, four, five weeks at a time? Why don't you just wait to vote? That's what I'm saying. Just in case something does, you know, pop up. But people are, they're being told and they're sheep. Go out and vote. Vote early. We need you. Vote early. Right, and right. a lot of those people think, well, I'm going to vote for anyway. And they go out and vote. And now they hear, wait a minute. Right. 650,000 emails? Holy cow. It's just the whole thing is insane. It, uh, it is crazy. Uh, you know what? We got to do this. Chuck in North Carolina. Oh, Chuck. I love Chuck. You, you love oh, Chuck? Yeah. He wants to talk yeah. college football. It's not a Vic Henley show without talking college <laughs> football. Right. To talk about well, uh, I want to say one thing. Florentine's been on fire today. <laughs> he's always on fire. Thank you. But, uh, but especially so today, yes. I wanted to ask Vic, LSU got a chance? Yes, they do. Absolutely, that, that that game's in Baton Rouge, and I'm always going to hope somebody can beat Alabama. But but I don't. It, it doesn't. Everybody else I thought had a chance: Tennessee, Texas A and M, and Arkansas. Alabama beat them fifty to fucking ten. So none of yeah. those none of those games. That I, you know, but I, I I'm glad it's in Baton Rouge, and uh, you know, go 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 the other Tigers is what I'm putting for. Well, there's one thing about it: it'll be a party. Oh goddamn yeah! That's I got pulled over there once, and uh, and my buddy was in the back seat of the car with me, and he handed the cop his driver's license. Like it was a credit card, and said, "Put this on mine," because we got pulled over. <laughs> we were all so shit faced. We're riding around by the campus in Baton Rouge, and a cop on a horse pulls me over for jumping a curb and cutting across the front part of an apartment complex. Yeah. And then my friend reached from the back seat and said, hey, "Wait, wait, wait! Here, put this on mine." Oh, and, that's funny. Yeah, you know, they, there will be a party in Baton Rouge. That's when we, goddamn when sure. we grabbed the bite tea uh, last Friday, it was you explained to me that outside the East Coast, man, college. 
college football obviously is huge. Well, there's 80,000 people. There's 90,000 people, and you don't know it in the Northeast. Nobody cares about college we football, don't really. don't care in the Northeast, about college football you know. that much. Uh, uh, you got the pros. You got you the know, pros to pull on the East Coast. Well, Down south, the, the Falcons Michigan sucked too. forever. The Falcons were a shitty team from 1966 when they joined the league. The Saints were the Aints, and then Miami were the Dolphins, and that wasn't really considered Florida or the South. So mm. there was nothing from basically you had two shit teams to pick from, the Falcons or the Saints, or you want to put 80,000 of them in there on every Saturday afternoon right. and watch some good college games so everybody went college crazy. Well, when I lived in Western New York, they definitely cared about college Well, football. Syracuse, right. Syracuse. Right. That's a good, so, that's a great program, you know. But Same thing with Penn State, pre-Sandusky. Right. But you're right. In general, <laughs> you know, in New York and Nobody York in America, nobody in America really cares that much. Ohio State Buckeye fans will yell at me and say I'm full of shit, and anybody in Texas will say that too. But right. I really think you get out into the Pacific Northwest, I think it's adorable that you think the Oregon <laughs> Ducks or the Washington Huskies and you're the Washington State Cougars who have 35,000 fans in their sold-out stadium that we get for ninth-grade girls volleyball. <laughs> so I'm not really, you know, buying it, but it, they're just rabid, crazy. They're there's nothing to do. Right. Chuck, what else you got? We only have two minutes. He was in Chicago. Okay, I want, oh, I want yeah, you went to the quick. World Series. Hold on. Yeah, you went. What what game yeah, did I, you go I, to again? I tried. I went to all three in Chicago. I tried to call it a day and all them lesbians was on there. I couldn't get a word in it. <laughs> and that, that was a party when they won that third game. Lawrence, just give me bad. another look. Who's he talking about? Because I'm, I'm, I'm wondering who he's talking about. Yeah, that's what I said. Who's he talking about? I know me and yeah. Jim both are looking at each other like, what's he talking about? The show was a bit on the female side uh, a couple of days ago. <laughs> After that show, I hope you need a fucking tampon. <laughs> Bonnie and who? I got beat up a little bit, but they're funny ladies. Bonnie's great. I had Judy Gold. Old, uh, Bonnie McFarlane and uh, Tig. That's three Tig funny Mataro. ladies. That's yeah. three funny ladies. And me. That's three funny. I shouldn't even say three funny ladies. Yeah. That's three funny comics. Yes, of it course. Is what that is. Yes. Uh, Two things right quick. Two things right quick. White liquor. You get a good moonshine that makes a flavor. You fill a, a solo cup up with ice. Pack it full. Pour the liquor in it. Let it meal halfway stir it up. Excellent drink. All right. Second thing. Fact. When I coached middle school ball, they started at limit on high scores. When the score got so high... If I didn't like the school I was playing, I'd make my team shoot in their basket to get the score down two points. All right. Keep playing. All right. Eric's panicking. I'll see y'all. Eric, just cut, out, just cut out that one boring call from uh, the guy shooting from 600 yards. Oh, I thought you meant Chuck. Right. Oh. Oh, oh, you don't like Chuck. Oh, no, I like Chuck. All right. Now, really fast with the plugs because we're on a tight schedule. Florentine, This please. week, Comedy Shop, Mount Arlington, New Jersey, tonight, tomorrow night, and my comedy special, A Simple Man, out December 9th. All info on JimFlorentine.com. You can pre-order it now. Great wow. job today. Yeah. Jim. Thanks. No, always a great job, but especially today. Uh, Vic, what do you got? I'm at the Hard Rock in Sioux City, Iowa, and then uh, Funny Bone Omaha next Wednesday, and then Thursday through Sunday at the club. Opie Radio is now over. For now. Over. Roger. Over.